This week on Face Off Hockey Show, one of our favorite teams moves on. One of our hated teams doesn't. And uh, Mighty Ducks season, fina- season finale. Get ready. It's coming up right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Uh, we join you for our regular day that we brought the podcast. Yeah. Because last uh-huh. week, it got the girl interrupted by some playoff hockey. Playoffs. Oof. And Johnny, Johnny Boy, had himself a freaking week. Holy, and, and it's still going. My God, is it? It's my continuing. hockey bender is uh, is on week three at this point, I believe. It's a good thing I'm not drinking all the times when I'm at these games. Right. Um. Yeah. 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 So Wednesday night, Black Bears win. Mm-hmm. Thursday night, Black Bears lose. That means I have to go back to uh, that godforsaken place of Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Um. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The place isn't that bad. It's just the people. Um, eh. Most of the people. Eh. All right. Uh, so uh, I didn't get to play golf this time because oh, no. one, it was 55 degrees and raining. Yeah. Um, and two, I drove up on Saturday. There you go. So first of all, uh, I booked the hotel room for the wrong night for the first time. So luckily I was able to cancel that before I got charged $200 for a hotel room that I wasn't staying in. <laughs> uh, Ended up in the uh, in the uh, rather random. Uh, I think it's like an Econo Lodge. Days in, it wasn't a Days in. Days in was full, uh, okay. so I I ended up in the other hotel that's near the arena that's uh, in the bad part of town. Um, so I was like, all right, well, whatever. Ended up in a smoking room because that's all they had left. So I traveled with my uh, air purifier. Uh, I didn't die, which is fine. Oh, um, well, you're here today, so I'm glad we can confirm that. Yeah. The uh, Black Bears win game five. My fortune cookie called it. In big fashion, too. Like, that was I know, right? unbelievable fashion. Oh, jeez. I mean, you could hear you getting hoarser in the third period. It was amazing. Yeah, no, after after that, that fourth goal, I was just like, I, how did I do this for a year with the Washington Junior Nationals? Uh, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I was 21 then. Right, uh, right, right. I was, yeah. had better vocal cords. Uh-huh. Well, you also hadn't been talking for twenty years on a podcast or three. That's true. I just, I just been, just been starting. It might be fancy. Um. So yeah, Black Bears win. Uh, go on, move on. The only thing that I, uh, that I regret is I did not think fast enough to get onto the ice. Um, because I probably could have gotten on the ice. Uh, just kind of like walked out there, but I, I didn't think about it quick enough. Um, so I just kind of took pictures from where I was. I, uh, I had a set of Bluetooth headphones in 
with uh, isolation foam tips, and I listened to music the entire game. I didn't hear a single thing that went on in that arena. Nice. Even the goal horn, I couldn't hear, which was <laughs> awesome. Because normally it gives me headaches. Sure. Um, so that all occurred. Sunday, I wake up at 6.30, and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to drive home. going to make a, a long weekend out of this thing. I, I go out, and uh, one of the tires is popped. <laughs> Woof. Like sidewall, holding it. Uh, change that out. Uh, my normal three-hour drive took me five and a half hours to get home on uh, as many back roads as I could. Um, they weren't in West Virginia, though. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Then uh, I got a new tire for the car. Mm. So I'm good to go. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, completely out of the blue, we've decided we're going to Maine this weekend. <laughs> So we the, got to, I think. The I hockey think. continues. On to the next one. What's going to happen if they win win the division? Then you have to come to Blaine. I, I mean, I, I could probably make it happen. So here's a, a very interesting story. Uh, Tanner Rose's parents mm-hmm. uh, were in town uh, the first weekend. Uh, like their whole family, like came into town for the first set of games. Uh, he, uh, I run into him on Saturday at, at game five. And I'm like, aren't you guys from, like, Michigan or something? He's like, yeah, I've been here all week. <laughs> what? Oh, all right. Just stayed in the hotel all week long. I uh, uh, went to game five. And, I mean, I, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, right? <laughs> Boy, we really bet ourse- on ourselves with this one. <clears throat> yeah, it was so uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Friday night, uh, Saturday night was a lot of fun. Sunday morning, not so much. Sure. Um. But yeah, I got a cheesesteak and uh, some uh, some Yingling before yeah. before the game. Then I drank some more Yingling after the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I took pictures. I did my thing. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I I will know for next time that I should be on the ice when events like shaking hands occur. But it is what it is. Uh, oh well. Nobody said anything to me beforehand that I was allowed to be on the ice. I was listening to music. I, I, I was wondering like that too. Stuck in my head, so like, would they let you on the ice? I mean, they would. I had a press. I have a photographer credential. credential? Okay, actually, well, so go. technically, I did not. I just walked in um, this time. We did that last <laughs> week too. Nobody, nobody stopped us. You know, like they know us at this point in Johnstown. It's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, so that nice. was that was my wild and wonderful week. Yeah, I had a you know, that's Saturday's game. I paid attention to some other games too, but obviously Saturday was the big one. Doing pirate radio on that, and yeah, fuck, I'm I'm leaving the play by play up to the professionals, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, not not fun. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good time. <laughs> I mean, it also did, it also didn't help that. So I appreciated how. Uh, oh yeah, draft lotteries tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's going on. I appreciated how. Um, how most of the first period they were like tight in on the ice and didn't really show many of the seats at all. But Fuck. uh in also when they zoom as out tight as they were, they weren't following the puck at all. Mm-hmm. So then they zoom out and show you like more ice, more seats. Still couldn't follow the puck, but when they zoomed out, you couldn't even tell who had the puck anymore. Right. So I was like, whatever. I was uh, directly through the uh, scoreboard the entire time, standing on the opposite side. Nice. Uh, in the corner there. Um, yeah. 
rocking out my new Adidas Black Bears. Hell yeah. Jacket. Getting that some flexing time. Oh yeah. I need it. I need it. I needed an Adidas jacket, I feel. Just to I'm be gonna, complete. I'm gonna put one of those uh one of those patches we got on it to make the Smart. the crest is a little small for me. It needs to be a bigger crest. You and need more like... you need a bigger crest on the on an Adidas right. jacket. And you know the screen prints only last you so long, too. Yeah, I mean, and those those patches came out really nice. Yeah. I'm I am really looking forward to having that Bauer hat. Also, by the way. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna look sick. Uh, in case I forget, I am buying two pucks in Maine so that you have a Maine puck also. Cool. So awesome. you have a you have a Johnstown Tomahawks puck in in the in the house currently. Nice. in the house. Wonderful. We will take the. We will take what we what we dominate. I'm I'm feeling good about this series. Not gonna lie to you. I'm feeling pretty good about this series. I mean, they only played four times. So six times. <laughs> Even then. Yeah. Weren't they all in like the same week. Yeah, like they played. They played each other six times in a matter of eight weeks. <laughs> so it was kind of fucking like, who the hell knows? And all of it was like six months ago. Right, February was the last time they played. So yeah, four four months. Jesus, fuck, four months ago. Good God. See, it's amazing that the seasons we've had that kind of pause. But yeah, Friday, Saturday, um, and then Thursday, Friday, and then possibly Sunday, which I hope not, because I thought. Yeah, be I don't think I'm gonna make it back up to Maine <laughs> for Game Five if that occurs, <laughs> unless I am on the team bus. Right, yeah. I don't, I don't I don't see me making the trip back up. So you know, maybe pack your bags Friday night just in case. And then <laughs> bring them with you. <laughs> Leave the car in Piney parking lot. Yeah. That's I all mean, tucked away there. It's fine. Sure. All right. So yeah. So excited. What a season. What a season it's been. Glad I'm glad I'm just glad they beat John's down in all honesty. I am too. I'm so happy that we were had. Uh, I did have some conversations with like some of the people that I talk to all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a lot of um, complaining about a no call in the third period right before the Black Bear scored the fourth goal. Yeah, some kid got shot um, in the face. Yeah, they did, but they were also not playing the puck. Um, That's true. So, too. so I mean, the puck was in the corner, and he's like stopping the player from going to it. So. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, my rationale was, okay, but that didn't cause the goal. No. And they're like, well, I go, no, your kid shooting the puck over the net that rebound out to center ice caused yeah, exactly. the goal. Because yeah. that created a two-on-one. And, oh, the by the way, the puck went off of one of your defenders as well because Jude Curtis was below the red line yeah. when he shot that. So, uh, comedy of errors? I did have a Nate Lewis moment when when that two on one, two on one, <laughs> three on one. They hurry and then I look back at the tape. It was like three on three. Everyone was evened up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, it, well, whatever. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. By that point, I was already. I I, re, I told you beforehand. I act. This was the first time I actually watched like a Black Bears game. Yeah. Like except for the the day that Sean and I were there, but a fight broke out in the stadium. So whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Things happen. Things happen as a people. But yeah. Looking forward to it. More hockey. More hockey. Like I told you, it's like a draft trip weekend every weekend. Right. All the t- all the weekends. <laughs> all the fucking weekends. I'm kind of getting tired, but, you know, it is what it is. 
This is actually really tired. This is a good tired. I am, I am hurt. I am not sleeping well. I'm only sleeping eight hours a night. That's true, actually. Uh, so, uh, we will we will go ahead and uh, put this out here so Sean Leahy can go ahead and and tune out. There will be no Mark with a C tonight. Uh, allegedly, no Mark with a C. he said that he was on his way back from a destination. A little up the road from the habitations and the towns, you know. And he will not be here with his two turntables and a microphone. So Got two turntables and a microphone. Oh man. Jeez. What happened? They uh the Rangers go from picking first to fifteenth. Not for damn shame. Dallas is fourteenth. Right. Alright, you watch Philly is thirteenth. Oh, here we go. Oh, they're just going wild. Like, they're just well, going after the, it. The, the fucking game it's starts. It's only a half an hour show. The game starts in 15 minutes. We got to fucking get going. Oh, all right. All right. This is going to be fast and furious then. Yeah. Too fast. Too furious. Too bad for y'all. Uh, the number 12, Calgary. Ooh. There we go on this one. Let's stick it up with Elliot Friedman, who is uh, on, the, on, the, on the balls. Ha <laughs> ha. On the balls. Got it. Well, that's happening. A uh, little little injury news, Johnny. If you can, you can hit oh, some yeah. sure. injury music. Got it. Injury narrowness. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the face of hockey show injury reports. Chicago 11th, Ottawa 10th. Wow. And uh, remember, if Arizona wins, they have to do the whole thing over again. Because they have been uh, stripped of their first round pick this year from testing the athletes early. That would be hilarious. Uh, COVID protocol, Jason Megna of the uh, Colorado Avalanche, Braden McNabb of of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Vincent Trocheck lower body injury, according to uh, Mr. Uh, Rod Brendamore, doesn't look good. So, diagnosis right there uh, for that. Vancouver ninth, LA will pick tenth. Um, also on the docket, Jake Muzzin lower body injury out three weeks with a it was a groin injury, made him miss Game Seven, which probably the best thing for him. And that embarrassment of a game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> so I couldn't be happier about the that. The Kings one are eighth, by the way. They're yeah, going yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yelling Timber. San Jose oh, San two Jose. seven. Ooh. Yeah. Coyotes are still on the board. Mm. We might have to scrap this for the first intermission. <laughs> It'd be amazing if they get the number one pick, and it's the first time there's no number one pick ever. Detroit at six. Detroit now at six. I, you know what? I am a root for chaos type person. I will love Arizona having the first pick and then just not being one this year. Right? Be tremendous. Um, come on, Elliot. You, you, you fucking, you have the goddamn rights to the damn thing. Spoil it. I'm just refreshing Bob McKenzie. CBJ number five. Ooh. Which is good because they're going to come up here on our Patreon pick. Because uh, boy, howdy. Oh no! With the, with the news that it happened ha- happened this week, um, you know, ish happens, bro. Ryan Reeves was suspended a uh, two games for his going oops upside the head of Ryan Graves. Um, 
should have been more, but what can you do? Uh, Nazem Kadri, his suspension uh, to the or his appeal to the league was uh, rejected, but he is now going to independent contractor uh, for the whole thing. Devils four. Devils four. Yep. I was just waiting. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. No so Nazem. That when Nazem On the Kadri... John and Scott show, we, we work well together. We exactly. don't have the, these people that break up things like Mark. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you said that, Patonzo. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, so Nazem Kadri, when he has his independent hearing, he'll be game five of his eight game suspension. <laughs> uh, the top three will be a combination of Anaheim, Buffalo, Seattle. Oh, Seattle's getting number one pick. With no Arizona pick, counting down for 15. So, yeah, Arizona doesn't win, so they get it. Um, so, Arizona, Buffalo, Seattle. God, I would love Seattle to get Owen Power. In, car- in Carbon Neutral Arena? Oof. Owen Power in the Carbon Neutral Arena? The irony. Please, man. Please! Come and then around that donkey donkey. If they had Owen Power, though, they could say that the arena makes our own power. Ah, see. Close. I also thought no one man should have Owen Power, like the Kanye song. Uh-huh. He predicted this back in 04. So, got that going for us. Did they go to commercial break? I don't know. We had to have had Twitter stopped. Yeah, everyone stop and breathe for a minute. Uh, so our Patreon pick, Patreon, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash show. That's the stuff where dreams are made of. Uh, we're actually, since Mark's not here, we're going to do a show of uh, us getting on ESPN. I think that's episode four or five. I can't. I, okay. some, so we'll do that because we have news of a new uh, a new hire. Um, so there we go. We will have that. But be like uh, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed. So can you. It's Face Off Hockey Show on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Your video shows. Donate as little as a dollar. You get the video show. get to hang out. And then the $5, you get to do the pick our segment and go go, go ahead and get the, the, the extra shows when we do them. So we got that going for us. But let's talk about the timeline out of Columbus. Because boy, howdy. Comes out the other day. Seth Jones will not sign an extension. He will test the free agent market. Oh, I saw that. Um. This falls in line with all the other things that we've had in terms of Columbus history. No, no, no. Let's let's go back, Johnny. Let's go all the way back to two thousand and. Thank you. No, I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I, I have to look it up because I can't. I can't even remember what year it was. Um. The when they when they made the playoffs and everybody decided that they were going to the ship. They were they were hashtag Columbus at that point. No, it was the uh, the year they signed. They made a big splash. Big splash. Um, 2011. When they got Teddy Ruth? No, when, uh, well, I think that was around that time. But when, uh, Jeff Carter got traded there. And then Jeff Carter was there for six months and then got traded again to L.A. for Jack Johnson. Oh, yeah. And then, um. of the future. Exactly. That reunited him with, uh, with Mr. Mike Richards and they won a couple Stanley Cups. Uh, then, uh, after that, you see Artemi Panarin and, and Sergei Bobrovsky leaving, uh-huh. not wanting to resign there. And now we got Seth Jones, another big catalyst, not to mention 
Ryan Duchesne, Ryan, uh, Ryan Johansson, guys who spent there some time there and then bolted. It can't be John Tortorella. This can't all be John Tortorella. Pierre-Luc Dubois, then Patrick Laine not ha- being happy. That See, Laine could be Tortorella. But Line A was Tortorella. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. We we will give Tortorella. We will give that. But that's not a lot. Like that's, I mean, what I mean, is pissed off at a lot of people? Uh, Anaheim three. Ooh. Anaheim. Who's that leave? Anna, Buffalo uh, Seattle and Seattle. Oh come on, My Buffalo! King, come on, Seattle! My <laughs> kingdom for Seattle getting the number one pick in fucking Buffalo again. Come on, Seattle. We're going to wait here for a second as we get drama. Buffalo picks number one. Seattle will pick number two. Woo! Damn. Yeah, Dude, more number almost... one picks for Buffalo. Buffalo getting on it. Congratulations to Buffalo. Uh, they win something, finally. Um, Buffalo wins. So We're never going to remember what that means. <laughs> so I put draft lottery and then colon Buffalo wins. Oh, okay. So I got that going for me. But... Let's look at Columbus. Columbus, you know, Aaron, Aaron Portsline wrote in The Athletic about how guys are just like, yeah, no, Columbus is an okay place to play, but young kids don't want to play there because it's not flashy and you can't get chicks. I'm like, it's a fucking college town, man. How can you not get chicks? Too what, is, what is wrong with Columbus, man? Like, what is wrong? We, we've been there. It was fine. I mean, doesn't it kind of come down, though, to like all the stories that you hear coming out of Columbus are how. Uh, um, God, what's the GM's name? Uh, uh, nope, that's Winnipeg. Oh, uh, this is uh, this is Kekalainen. Kekalainen, yes, is a hard ass when it comes to uh, to uh, contract negotiations. Mm-hmm. So maybe a lot of these guys because Seth Jones got traded there. Yep. So maybe a lot of these guys that have gotten traded to Columbus are just kind of like, well, screw it. If he's not going to if he's not going to work with me at all, I'm going to try out the market and see what else I can get. Yeah, because I I have a feeling that that's kind of what it's probably coming down to now for a lot of these guys who are leaving the team. um, It's when that next contract comes up. They've basically decided, well. This is a contract that I should be making a lot of money on. And the Blue Jackets are probably coming in and being like, this is how much we can pay you. And they're like, yeah, I'm out. Right. Um, and uh, the irony of it all is that. I guess now looking back at it with everybody leaving, maybe that's kind of why Tortorella left. Like maybe maybe at the end of the day, like Lyle was saying, like the players aren't really pissed off at Tortorella. Mm-hmm. Like we've thought the entire time. I can't stand the man, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And maybe it just comes down to the fact that like he's being asked to put together this team that may or may not have superstars, depending upon who tr- got traded to it. But he knows that they're not going to stay as soon as their contracts are up. Well, I mean, I guess in, in Seth Jones's case, he's he's a guy who was there and then locked in immediately because he signed a six-year deal with uh and probably didn't know enough yeah so i would love to see if there's a website for all the moves that uh kekalina has made 
because I would I mean, love to see. He has done well trading for people. Yeah. But it's the it always seems like it comes down to that next contract. Yeah. Um, is when people And start. I wonder if that doesn't come from above, too, because we talk about how... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it could be. About the uh, the ability of... Uh, they can Boomer. This is maybe just the curse of Boomer. That's true. Uh, Jackets Cannon uh, has a... They said, Yarmo's moves make sense, C-E-N-T-S, but not sense, S-E-N-C-S, something. Uh, using the English language language so let's look at oh i forgot about the marion gabrick deal holy fuck <laughs> okay so this is from the canon uh jackets canon um they have this 21 21 moves as of 2019 january 2019 so we're talking uh two years ago he has 21 moves that he made two years ago this is not including Bobrovsky or panarin <laughs> this is after they left yeah, so this is Gabrick to L.A. for Fratton, Travis McDermott, and Dominic Turgeon. Whatever. That's a, that's rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. True. David Clarkson to uh, Vegas for considerations. Again. Yeah. Nathan Horton to Toronto for David Clarkson. Okay. Okay. D- Dylan Harry- uh, Dilling Hetherington to Dallas for Lori Kopakoski. Laurie he's, Kopakoski. He's been Laurie okay. Kopakoski's all right. Yeah, he's been good. He's been okay. Tim Erickson to Chicago for Jeremy Moran. Uh, I mean, he wasn't really that great after his curveball went. No, you know, these things happen, man. Your, your arm gets dead. You got to worry about Tommy John. You got pitch yeah. count. Um, fifth round pick for Nick Schultz. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Jordan Leopold to Minnesota for Justin Falk. That would have been great, and then Justin Falk got turned to... Oh, the other Justin Falk. F-A-L-K, not F-A-U-L-K. All right. Uh, uh, fifth, right. <laughs> he was like, son of a... And then the fifth-round pick was... Uh, fifth-round pick to St. Louis for Jordan Leopold. Okay, whatever. Back-to-back right. Leopold. Um, Steve Mason to Philly for Michael Layton. Oh. <sighs> I mean, it, that again, just rearranging deck chairs. Like, yeah. And it kind of it kind of put the pressure off Bobrovsky to be the number one guy too. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Dalton Prout to New Jersey for Kyle Quincy. Hey, Kyle Quincy's okay. Yeah, fine. But uh, not serviceable defenseman. Kirby Reichel to Toronto for Scott Harrington. Reichel was good with Columbus, but not great. But he was also like a quadruple A guy. Um, number ten, Derek Broussard, Derek Dorsett, John Moore, and a sixth round pick for Marion Gabrick. Uh, oh. And then, like, throw-ins. The Broussard deal doesn't look that great in, in hindsight. No. So. But, uh, God. I mean, that would have been in a time, though, where Gabrick was, like, still really good. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, sure. I don't fault him for that. Like, that didn't age well. But I don't know if I fault him at the time for that one. Uh, Gabrick had nine goals and 13 assists in 34 games as a Columbus Blue Jacket. Yeah. You almost forget about that era of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, James Wisniewski and a third-round pick to Anaheim for Rene Bork, William Carlson, and a second-round pick. Carlson turned out to be great when he got to Vegas. Yeah. He kind of just been spinning his wheels in Columbus. Right. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Fourth-round pick for Mark Letestu. Fifth-round pick for Blake Como. Tyler Mott and UC Jokin into Vancouver for Thomas Vanek. Fuck, I forgot Thomas Vanek was a Blue Jacket. Yeah. 
and Nick Maltry and a third round pick for Ian Cole. Eh, eh. All right. I mean, Thomas Vanek uh, didn't do too much, I don't think. If memory serves, I think this was after he had his time, like kind of a rejuvenation with the Wild. Yeah, but this was also before he had his second rejuvenation with the Canadians. Because didn't he go to uh, Montreal and like play well? He went, he went Montreal after Buffalo or after New York. So uh, he went from Buffalo to the Islanders to Montreal. So this was after Montreal. Yeah, so then. this was this was his last stop before oh, wow. he went to Detroit and retired. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Ryan Johansson to Seth, for Seth Jones. I think that was a good deal. It was a deal that you needed to make. I think that was a good deal. I um, do think that that was a good deal. It's also something that you look at now. It's just like, oh, now he's not resigning. But Ryan Johansson isn't as good as he is in, uh, in Nashville. You know, Seth so, Jones is so good. Yeah, Seth Jones is great. And it's going to whoever picks him up, Washington Capitals, is going to be great. Um <laughs> R.J. Umberger uh, and a fourth rounder to Philadelphia for Scott Hartnell. Again, veteran leadership. Got to get that veteran grit. Uh, Brandon Saad, Anton Forsberg, and a fifth rounder for Panarin, Mott, and a sixth round pick in 2017. That was very defining. You get your guy in Panarin, who turns out to be your franchise guy, and then just two years later walks. So is what it is. Um, then, then, uh, two years prior, they traded Artem Amitinov, Marco Dano, Jeremy Moore, and Corey Trope, a fourth round pick for Saad, Alex Broadhurst, and Michael Pagliotta. Brandon Saad was there okay. He was okay for a bit and then really lit it up back up when he got back to Chicago. Yeah. So that was their number one. And then, of course, um, Bobrovsky and Panarin leaving for nothing. Uh huh. And now Seth Jones possibly leaving for nothing. Uh huh. So, I mean, so a lot of those moves that you just rattled off, though, like don't even move the needle. No. Like they're just underwhelming to make moves. Um, now the big ones, I mean, if you even go farther into this year, right? You got the line A, uh, Pierre Luke Dubois trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but Line A is not staying there either. No. So I just don't see I, I don't see what you uh I don't see what you're getting long term for some of these deals, I guess. I I feel like the blue jackets and maybe it's just a recent bias from you know some of the trains that they've done recently. But I feel like the blue jackets are very much a we need to win now type of team and when they don't get past the first or second round the guys are like yeah i'm out i'm gonna go somewhere else and play hockey and then it's like a start over basically like it it's like like, kentucky basketball yeah well yes yes it's like a junior team where you have a different team every two years exactly yeah 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 um but yeah, I, I just don't. I mean, it would be interesting to find what the issue is now. Bringing John Davison back in, what does that bring into the mix now? Because does that kind of keep some of these GM moves in check, quote unquote? Well, yeah, or that, does that uh, maybe give you an extra voice in your like negotiations? 
I think it's that one. I think it's an extra voice. I think it's a more experienced voice, too. Because, I mean, Kotsuniemi, while he's been there since 2013, you have to figure his 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 way of doing things probably much different and kind of turn off to some people. Because, I mean, I forgot, like, they brought in Matt Duchesne in 2019, and then he walked. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, um, Is it like a good cop, bad cop type thing? It could be. It very well could be. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. Uh, but I, I think he plays hardball, too. I mean, you got to figure, look at uh, Zach Wierenski. What's he going to do? Pierre-Luc Dubois got traded for Line A. Like you said, Line A is probably not going to stay. Mm-mm. He does this thing, oh, I want to stay. No, you don't. Stupid. There's almost, I, I'd say that there's probably a less than 8% chance that Line A stays in Columbus. We'll have to ask Lyle about why, why, what, why is Kekalainen bad? Well, maybe you're starting to peel or is back. he bad? <laughs> maybe you're starting to peel back the onion now, and it wasn't Tortorella, and it wasn't Kakalainen, and maybe it's higher than that in a situation. It's it's the Columbus Blue Jackets inside all of us that we met along the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone, the Blue Jackets have three first-round picks this year. Wow. So, there you go. Final thoughts on Columbus? I think we did pretty good there. Yeah. I think we'll pat ourselves on the back. We made it move, happen. And move along to Murray Gunty buying every rink you can possibly have. God, that's awesome. So, uh, it broke this week, uh, I believe, on Friday. No, it broke Wednesday. I think we did. We talk about Robert Marsh last week? No, we did no, not. We, that's right. We show. did a Tuesday. Did a Tuesday show. So, yeah, Robert Morris University, the only uh, university in western Pennsylvania. For, oh, no, that's a lie. Erie has Mercyhurst as a team. But anyway, in the Pittsburgh area, uh, they just decided, yeah, no, we're not going to. We're going to drop men's and women's hockey. Um, we did analysis uh, about scholarship and operating costs and uh, the maintaining on investment to improve the current facility. Um, and we want to align everything with our athletic program with schools the size of ours. So everyone, it was basically a two-person unilateral deal. There was no vote for the board of gov- uh, board of regencies. <laughs> it was just nothing. And the president's just like, I don't like hockey, um, and hockey's gone now. So there's that. Uh, um, now, so that makes it even worse. Yeah. Than, and, like, and, and this is this is one of the newer teams. They came in in 20, uh, 2004. So they have they haven't even been here twenty years yet uh, in NCAA hockey. Uh, they have a they have a nice record, uh, two seventy five, two seventy five, and seventy six or seventy eight or sixty eight. Jesus fuck, Scott, learn how to count. So they're five. They're literally a five hundred program. But now, now we got good old uh, Murray Gunty, owner of the Youngstown Phantoms, and you are Maryland Black Bears, just writing letters and just like listen, but give me the ring. I got 26 <laughs> other fucking rinks. Give me the rink. I'll worry about those costs there. I'll help upgrade this. <laughs> Murray's like, I know this is a little inland for me, but I'm going <laughs> to but I'm going to buy this one too. Listen, we got 27 rinks and 50 sheets of ice. Give me your rinks. You have a rink, I have the money to give it to you. All your rink. Exactly. I'm offering to purchase Robert Morris Island Sports Center from you. 
We need uh, we need some very simple information about the rink, existing contracts, third party reports, ice rates, utility bills, et cetera, et cetera. If we see we see these uh, receive these materials in a timely fashion, we'll be able to close out an acquisition by July thirty first. Nice. Fucking Murray working hard in that paint. God. Uh, moreover, we would commit to a condition of your purchase that would mandate heavily discounted ice for your teams during the day uh, prior to youth groups using the ice in the late afternoon and evening. If a purchase is not feasible from your side, we would be willing to enter into a very long-term NNN lease. Don't know what that means. Um, that would remove any financial burden associated with the ranking, ex- including capital expenditures and transfer any such burden to us. Finally, we require no outside financing. We will provide all of the capital for our purchase ourselves. So Murray Murray understands the idea of hockey in the mid-Atlantic Great Lakes region, especially Pittsburgh, man. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I I don't know. So I I think that here uh, we're starting to see that um colleges are cutting athletics um in the name of covid i believe this wasn't covid related by the way they 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 came out they they came out and said no this had nothing to do with covid right sure so but even worse then but your teams your teams that go first are the teams that have upkeep yes hockey swimming diving Yeah. yeah your your things where you need an actual like event type place that isn't grass or turf Right. Yeah. The next thing that goes is wrestling because you can only have men's wrestling teams. Now, granted, you can have women's wrestling teams now. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It just hasn't happened in the collegiate level yet. Um, so those those are the sports that go first all the time. I mean, you can upkeep. Uh, you've already paid for a turf field. Yeah. There's, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. You can upkeep grass. You already have people cutting grass. So the outdoor sports, you can probably keep around. Even if there's a sport like field hockey that is just predominantly women and not men, that helps out with the total 50-50, you know, Title Nine type sports teams things. Golf but also when it gets cut quick, too. Golf, yes, because you need a golf course. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, I understand... I understand what it is. Um, was it? Wasn't there some like weird? Uh, it was like a tweet or something that effectively said that this decision had nothing to do with finances either. It was like a just a pure like we want a different image for our school decision. Yeah, we're just like we don't like uh, hockey. We don't Even though there was a men's and women's team. Yeah, that's the weird part, is that it was perfectly it was perfectly adequate. Everything was good. Everything was great. Um, I don't know. I think that um, I personally believe that we are starting to see the decline of college sports um, in the United States. Oh, for sure. Uh, so. Start somewhere. Uh, right now, currently, 
the the Robert Morris joins Anchorage, Alaska, and Alabama Huntsville on the chopping block this season. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I can understand why Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah. hockey team is not uh is is on the chopping block because i don't know how alaska or hawaii plays anybody with travel costs you know, you know what's fucking crazy the they added an alaska team in in the na so oh yeah i they, saw that they have three alaska teams now well that's good they can play each other exactly <laughs> they should have their own division right <laughs> just add another team and then have a, a four team division of alaskans um, um yeah also movement of Lindenwood University in St. Louis possibly adding D1 soon. Okay, so that's the other side of the coin. Why would you add a D1 hockey team when all of these other places are cutting hockey teams? That's that's the question, and that's why people wonder, when's Navy getting the D1 team? And the, the AD is just like, listen, we got so many sports as it is, man. What the fuck do you want us to do? We have no, we have to, we'd have to cut another men's sport for the hockey Yeah. Yes. So, although I will tell you that uh, now that McCory is at uh, Army, if mm-hmm. Army is playing at Navy uh, this year, I definitely want to be at that game. Well, I don't think he'll be playing the club. Oh yeah, they have a division. They have a actual D one club team. team, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they have yeah. actual D one NCAA. Yeah, darn. Yeah. Oh well. Uh. Um. I like on. that kid. He's fun. Hunter McCoy is a good, good guy. Very well spoken. Uh, NHL working on travel exemptions for the Canadian teams. We'll see how that works in terms of border and quarantine and all that other fun stuff. And other teams traveling to them, we could have a situation where they have to relocate somewhere else. Who's to say? The MLS teams in Canada are actually playing in the United States currently. They playing in Florida, I assume. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm telling you, man, North Dakota, we got a rink ready to go. Uh, Women's World has been moved to August in Calgary. I think August 20th through 31st is when it'll be all done. That's good. So, so congratulations to the IIHF for pulling their heads out of their asses, getting this thing done in a timely fashion. It was two months ago. Fuck. Boys, what are we doing? Uh, trophy season. Trophies. We got your trophies. Um, the Vezina trophy was uh, the candidates were announced. It was uh, Philip Grubauer. It was uh, uh, Mr. Mark Andre Fleury, and it was also Andre Vasilevsky, your three finalists. Nice on that one. Ted Lindsay Award finalist for NHLPA Player, uh, Most Valuable Player, voted on by the players for the players and nothing but the players. So help you God. Uh, Sidney Crosby, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid. Mm, it's shocking. Yeah, normal. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's rookie card sells for over $3.7 million. Nice. Is that another record he has? I think it, I think it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what the uh, rookie card actually was. Let me see what's going on here with this. Uh, sells for $3.75 million. Three and three quarters million. It was graded. Jam it, Ted Condition. Jam it to be daily for a Wayne Gretzky rookie card. Um, blew past the previous record this past December when the same version of the card sold for $1.29 million. Like somewhere so, else. Hmm? That one must not have been graded as high. Mm-mm. Probably had a, it was a nine. Or didn't have a hype, man, at least. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so gem mint 10 baby 
there we go. So it's an OP cheat too, not the tops. Ooh. So, so you got to get well, you the OP cheat. I feel is more rare. Mm-hmm. Those are usually Canadian only too. Yeah. So there you go. Three point five. Listen, all fun and games, Johnny. All fun and fucking games. We got to get to game time. Game we gotta, time. We we got to get to finals. We got to get the states, baby. Oh, states! Yes, state time it is the season finale of Mighty Ducks Game Changers episode ten. So the states, there we go. Presented by Target. Okay, thirty-two teams ready to go in the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey. Sounds like a lot of teams in this age bracket. Yeah, right. So we got that going for us. So that is how it is. Uh, it was also uh, uh, Logan. They're all looking at the ice of the of the igloo, like man, this looks so big. And then Bombay's like, "Yeah, no, our rink's actually twenty feet shorter. It's um, yeah, we're actually playing one eighty by eighty five. Not you know, that's listen, awesome. Stop, St- don't stop looking at me like that, Logan, and your pretty hair. Uh, don't bother to take the first game. Sophie just blows by everybody. She is the superstar of this team, Ovs. So she runs it back that way. Second game, shutdown defense uh, going all the way through. They move on. Then oh. they pan to the Ducks. They're like, the Ducks move on easily. Yeah. Foreshadowing, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's what that's what all good TV shows do. Uh, the Don't Bothers put the fun into the uh, quarterfinal game with Sam diving on his stomach, passing the puck from his glove to his stick and putting it in the net. Ah, oh, smart. That's a great. That's a great uh, play. And then Evans uh, on the breakaway takes a slap shot, wins the game. Obviously, mm. we have to have that. Um, during the quarterfinals, Sophie scores, and uh, and uh, oh no, so sorry. After the quarterfinal game, Sophie has a limp as she's talk- walking away with her parents. Uh, possibly game related. Probably not parent related. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, they talk about Coop's parents never showing up. The, you know, he's like, you know, I, I tried to call his parents. Alex is like, I tried to call his parents. They won't show up. Like, okay, fine, whatever. Johnny, Ducks, I'm du- Johnny. Ducks make it to the final. Ovs. Mm, easy. And the don't don't yeah. bothers have to play the Lumberjacks. Bombay says they're big, they're yoked, they look like Lumberjacks. Mm, that's a, so it's not just a clever name. Right? Alex and Bombay, they're in the igloo after hours, just sitting in an empty rink across the ice from each other and they're like hey what do you why don't you come over here hey you come over here and then that's how that happened they hung out Bombay, uh, oh this is uh, the scene oh you i wish <laughs> wish it were uh bombay asked how he found the ice palace house she's like you know what i just was looking around i was tired of it blah 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 i'm proud of what's happened so but i'm now waiting for the other shoe to drop and gordon's like well what if it doesn't oh uh, Alex is like, I feel inspired by this team. I want to become a go back to law school. And Bombay's like, yeah, no, do it. I'm a lawyer. I know what a good lawyer is. You're a good lawyer. And Alex is like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I'm thinking about the Olympics. They always need Zamboni drivers. So there's that. Semifinals versus God, the Lumberjacks. I can't wait until next season where they're at the Junior Goodwill Games. <laughs> so, uh... Ah, semifinals, big game. Lumberjacks standing at least uh, two pancake stacks ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, physical game. Coop's parents finally show up, so he goes in the brick wall mode. Obviously, nice. feeling inspired. That's good. 
Sophie scored, but she's checked from behind afterwards. Her knee goes in the board. She's limping. She's holding her knee. Uh, last seconds of the game, Coobs makes a save on the goal line. Don't bother. Go to the final. How about that? Who, wow. who would have seen it coming into this you one? knew that that was going to happen if you watched the first three movies. It. Amazing. So pregame, Coach T's on the bench. He's staring at Bombay. Alex is like, he's staring at you. You know, he's like, ah, the coaching pregame stare down. A tradition like no other. He's like, I know many of these. So just watch. (laughs) Yeah, so so they just start staring down each other. Uh, Nick's like, listen, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I want trophy custody over the summer. Because last year I I went to camp and I just cried all the time. So I want to make up for that. Okay, that's fair enough. Evan's Evan's filling his water bottle. interjection into this. Kind of weird. It was during the locker room scene pregame. Yeah. Uh, so Evan, Evan, uh, walking to fill his water bottle, he sees Sophie knee. Her knee is a mess. It's like all bruised up all over the place. Mm. So if he's like, listen, we need 10 people to play this game. We only have 10 people. If I'm out, we forfeit. Um, he's like, you can't tell anybody. So of course, Evan being a cop tells uh-huh. Alex in Bombay, uh, Bombay story. has to break his staring thing. Uh, as he was still staring as Evan comes back to the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, so they see a doctor. Doctor's like, it's a grade one sprain. You can play if you can deal with the pain, but if you hit or fall the wrong way, we're talking about real li- ligament damage here. This uh, is where Mr. Like, shows up. Right? Sophie's like, see, they said I can play. And like her parents are like, yeah, listen, uh, we know you push, we pushed you hard because of college and everything. Uh, maybe sit this one out, champ. Think about the future. Bombay's like, yeah, think about the future. She's like, get fucked. I'm not okay with losing. <laughs> she didn't say that. That was my words in her mouth. Um, and she's I like, would, I would have appreciated that actually, though. Mm-hmm. Then uh, she goes back to the locker room, calls a players-only meeting, and she's like, "Hey, Evan, why are you gonna be a cop? The fuck? I want to play. We're decided. We're play. We have to have ten players. So, uh, so, and then they're just like, "Hey, listen, if you're not gonna sit out, I'll sit out." And then he drops a stick. Then Nick. Nick does, and then Sam, and then everyone else. So Ducks win via forfeit because Sophie sits out. She's uh, she's like, I feel I feel like I let everyone down. And Bombay's like, who wants a trophy? You can't even drink out of it. Yes, fair, fair point. It's a good, great point. As they're walking out, uh, the Ducks confront uh, the Don't Bothers as they're walking out. It's like, uh, hey, you guys know a good engraver? Oh no, you wouldn't. Bombay's like, you know, your wing comes with an asterisk. Coach D's like, no, it doesn't. No, no, but what asterisk? No. Then Alex is like, all right, meet us at the Ice Palace at dawn. Oh. And, and then Coach T's like, dawn? What is this, a Western? I'm like, okay, maybe a more reasonable time. Um, He's like, listen, we're in. Ducks are in. But if we win, you have to disband your team. So the Don't Bothers will be no longer in existence. Oh, no. And Bombay's like, okay. There's a lot to un- How long are these shows? They're about 30 minutes. Jesus, they, they packed a lot into this Dude, 30 minutes. My if God. nothing else, you get more, you get more pounds for your dollar on this. Holy one. shit. I feel like they like put together like eight hours of footage and just cut it down to a 30-minute show. Right? So uh, Bombay's like, okay, we're in. But if the Don't Bothers win, we take your name. We'll be the Ducks. And then the Don't Bothers <laughs> start quacking. <laughs> Coach he's like, fine, you're on. Let's do this. It's oh, so good. So we got a guerrilla warfare final. With uh, only nine players, right? Right, because Sophie's on crutches. Okay. 
uh, Koob sings the anthem. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. It harkens yeah. back to like the, the sleepover episode when he was in the show tunes. Okay. And, and helped Nick's parents, uh, you know, mom, Nick's moms distract them while they got Koob's phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nothing, nothing in the first. Sam scores late, makes it one nothing. Coach D's like, listen, we got to win this game. Do you really want to look for a new mascot? All the cool mascots are taken. Uh, he's like, listen, I want you to go out there. There's only one ref out there. I want you to, you know, take a little advantage. And one of the, uh, and one of the ducks is like, you mean, you mean play dirty? It's like, nah, it's not playing dirty. It's playing hockey. Uh, uh, second period, ducks just due to their due their tactics, three to one after the second period. Oh no! They just start, you know, S- no like watching the tomahawks play. <laughs> exactly. Then then in the locker room, Sophie comes in for inspiration. She's like, you know, this is the best year I've had playing. You know, all, even with the Ducks, even though winning, that wasn't fun. Logan's like, listen, this is finally a family. My dad got divorced. Got really, he got really fucked up, man. I had to take care of him. This is, you guys are taking care of me. Nick's like, I found a place to play. I didn't know I was good at hockey. Sam's uh, like, I turned in, I was turned something crazy into something good. Coop's like, man, I'm putting on pants now to go out in public. That was his literal words. He says, now I'm going out. I used to be in my shell. Now I'm coming outside and wearing pants. That's perfect. The Czech kids say something that sounded positive, so he went from there. All right. Lauren's like, listen, I made friends with Maya. She's my best friend ever. Maya's like, all right, I don't want to admit it because I'm from New York City, but you're my best friend ever, too. I also want to housekeeping on my own. I think I called Maya Ava last episode, but no one gave a shit. So that's fine. (laughs) We don't really follow. Yeah, you know, yeah. honesty. Like at this point, I'm waiting for uh, Dwayne to show up and be like, and the roosters are crowing. And oh, yeah. Evan's like, listen, I, you know, I, I got cut from the ducks, but you know what? I move on from it. And this is my family now. So they're all like, all right, cool. Let's go out there and let's, let's go, go try our best. Even this is our last game. Bombay's like, hold on a minute. Brings out a box. Uh oh. Like some of my friends left some stuff here. This is so good. The original uniforms are back. The D5 uniforms are back. Really? Evan, like the maroon ones? No. The green ones with the actual duck. Oh, the original ones. Wow. That's Five, awesome. Baby. Hell yeah. The ones that they wore in episode six. Uh, so Evan gets Charlie Conway's jersey. Uh-huh. Sophie gets uh, Adam Banks's jersey, but she couldn't rotate her knee so she could play. So uh... kind of down... Uh, she's just eating cake on the bench. Exactly. Coob gets Goldberg. Averman is out there. Gaffney, even though Gaffney didn't wear the uniform. Kenny Wu, Moreau, all kinds of fun stuff. I thought Puck they only was... had one goalie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know how this works out. Okay. But oh no, because Julie Kat Gaffney were six, so everyone forgot about that and thought she played defense. That's true. So she's uh so the pass back to Lauren, she's like, Hey, have you ever played blindfold hockey? And they relive the old bits. They play the blindfold hockey bit. Evan Evan passes it to Nick. Nick passes it back to Evan. He's like, I can't do this. Evan passes it back to Nick. He's like, yeah, you can. You're my best friend. And then Nick's like, best friend, and then scores. The goaltender reversed his hands in the middle of the game as padding logos weird. went backwards. Kind of weird how that happened, but whatever. It's, you know, right. continu- needs continuity. Yeah, no big deal. No yeah. one would notice, really. Right? So we got a one-goal game. Next thing you know, here comes Logan. It's like, listen, serve me up some pancakes, Bombay says. Boom, Kenny Wu jersey on, ready to go. Michigan goal, tie game. So I've, I've, I've got a question, though, sure. for, as, as we keep going on through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they actually find, how did they find referees for this game? They found one referee. 
Okay. Uh, I think he was out in the dumpster. He looked very unkempt. Okay, great. Continue. So <laughs> it's one referee. I was like, is Bob Bay just refereeing this game on his own? Yeah, yeah. Like he would have called the game easy, actually. <laughs> um, all right. So thir- 15 seconds left. Timeout happens. Okay. They're like, we got, or I think, I think it's 30 seconds left. They're like, we got, we got to play. We got one last play up our sleeves. Bust out the notebook as they're getting ready for the face-off. Sophie's like, listen, Evan, come here. Lifts up his visor, give him a nice little smooch, sends him oh, on his way. Skates geez. back. He's like, all right, cool. We're doing this now, I guess. All right, cool. Johnny, what do you think they'd bust out? The annexation of Puerto Rico. Close. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. The flying flying bee. <laughs> flying bee. They fucking did it, boys. Flying they start bee. Their own, did they start their own zone? Yes, they start. Were they on the side this time? Yeah, for, they were on side, so they made sure of that. <laughs> and then Evan scores the buzzer. Uh, Coach T afterwards pissed off, throws a stick. He's like, "Listen, this unsanctioned game. You're not giving up the name. We can't do. You can't do that." And then Stephanie comes down. She's like, "Yeah, he's right. But I'm on the board of governors, and if a deal's a deal, your name now. You are the real ducks now." So the real ducks, Bombay's like, thanks, Alex, for, you know, making me love hockey again. Thanks, Alex, for getting drunk with Stephanie. Exactly. Thanks for making this happen. And then the team Gatorades, uh, Bombay and Alex on the ice. They hug. Uh, there was no fornication, sadly. So I guess season two arc is going to happen. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Close well, shot. They got the Ducks uh, logo back now. Exactly. Closing shot is of uh, Bombay on the Zamboni with the old Ducks logo at center ice of the Ice Palace. Oh, that's so good. So, I can't wait to bring back the reverse retros. Can't. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just everyone wears their own jersey from the fucking. Coob's <laughs> wearing a jacket like Goldberg did in the first game. <laughs> with a uh, newspaper tied to his shins. Good times. So there you go. Season one. Wow. That was Ducks an aggressive show to end the uh, to end the season. All in thirty minutes too, because they take five minutes for credits for all the uh, all the way they have to translate it into. So, wow. bravo. Um, welcome, Lyle Richardson, InspectorsHockey.net. Lyle, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, Lyle, we just had uh, the finale to end all finales. I of, uh, I heard. I heard. Lyle, the Ducks got I their D back. They they got their they got their D back for sure. Um, again, no banging between Bombay and the mom just yet. I'm so, so disappointed. Uh, They're dragging listen, this out. Both. I hate when I hate when shows do that. Let's I just hate... wait until the this is on HBO Max next season. Ah, there I, I we hate, go. I That's when, when we'll uh, get into the Sizzler. I hate <laughs> I hate when they get us all nice and chubbed and just leave us hanging. That is not great. Not a great time. Um, all right. Is Thanks that going to be your segue to the? Speaking of getting people big and chubbed and not delivering the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yes. Haven't it's talked like about it all show. Podcast for a really long we're, time. Cause I think we're going to talk about this all show. Are we? But we have not talked about it. Today. At least have, an hour. We, have, we haven't we, talked about it yet. We have not talked about it. Lyle, we wanted to come on, uh, have you come on and wow. What a fucking collapse. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I'm a Cavs fan and I was shocked by that. Um, yeah, uh, it's funny you mentioned the, 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 the capitals because you know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They, you know, I'm going back 11 years with this. Oh yeah. Are you saying that the, are you saying that the 
Maple Leafs need Sergey Fedorov? No. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah they need they they immediately need to to change their coaching style and then get rid of Bruce Boudreaux and then bring in Dale Hunter and and then before they figure it out and finally bring in uh, Barry Trotz to 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 lead the way. Um, like but no, I, I mean when all this when this was happening uh, in in Game Seven, I mean I'm 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 thinking back to that Game Seven which I was watching, doing the show with you guys and watching it at, at the same time. And just the feeling that I had toward the end of just disbelief that, oh my God, they're actually going to do this. They're actually going to pull this off. Because, you know, remember, you know, 11 years ago, I was waiting throughout that series for the hammer to fall. Because they were up, remember the Caps were up three games to one. Remember, and I was waiting. Please make a fat bottom girls reference. After oh that. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> now it's time for the hammer to fall. But uh, I was waiting for the hammer to fall. I was. I was just waiting for Ovechkin to explode in that game. I, I, I you know, for Backstrom. I was just, you know, I was just <laughs> waiting. waiting. It, knew it was going <laughs> to happen. And in this series, you know, look. Austin Matthews, one goal. Mitch Marner, no goals. These guys are overdue. And in game seven, I'm like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen tonight. And when Montreal took that 2 nothing lead, I'm like, okay, it's it's going to happen here. It's going to happen in the third. They're going to just come flying out there, and they're, and they're going to just start pressuring, pressuring, pressuring. And the goals are going to come, and that's going to be it. And it wasn't happening. And I'm just like... I'm like, don't get and don't get me wrong. As a Habs fan, I was I was thrilled, but I was also, but it was still just that you know, like trying to pinch myself that this actually happened. Because honest to God, I mean, sure, you know, doing our our you know our little fun and games here of of uh, doing predictions, and I said this is going to be my upset, that it was going to be that the, the Canadians and the Leafs, and I said that, but you know. Then I had to actually turn around and go and and make predictions professionally, <laughs> and I I couldn't bring myself to say Habs will win this in seven. Oh, you should have stuck with your gut. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because everybody else, you know, we're making the, the perfect case, and I know, like you said, oh, don't go along and follow the pack. But you're, you know, I'm looking at this series the same way these guys, these folks are looking at the series, uh -huh. and I'm like, there's no way this can happen. The NHL set this up for the Maple Leafs to win, and they still fucked it up. <laughs> I also, I know, right? how they managed to fuck it up, they good on them. I saw a senator. I don't know if you saw it or not. I had on my Twitter feed that the guy who's a who runs a like a I don't know if it's a parody senator's account or whatever, but he's absolutely hilarious. Frank Senators, he calls himself. It's hilarious, and he said, "Okay." Okay, 2020, NHL. Okay, Leafs, we're going to play in the bubble and make sure that one of the cities is Toronto so you play all your games at home. 2021, NHL. Okay, Leafs, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. we're going to make we're going to put you in a division with some of the worst teams in the league. 2022. Okay, Leafs, we're just going to give the Bruins wooden sticks. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but honest to God, um yeah, I, I, I'm very happy that that happened. But it, again, it was the same feeling they had watching the Caps on. As I said, it was just disbelief. It took, you know, overnight and into the next morning before it actually sunk in. Yes, they pulled this off. They did it.
So I will say that I watched the third period after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the third period was still on like after the show. So I sat down uh, and I watched that last week um, and I was like, holy shit. Um, but I didn't see the breadth of how well Carey Price played in game seven until yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like he just like they didn't have anywhere to shoot. Like yeah. he and, and when they did, he came out of nowhere and was like, "Nah, that's my puck. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it was it was the carry price that you've known and you've loved. And he came out and he's like, you know, it's like a Toby Keith song at this point. I feel you know, it's <laughs> not well, as good the- as I once was, but I'm as good once as I've ever was. Right. <laughs> but yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. I mean, his regular seasons. His regular season performances in the last couple of years have not been very good at all. No. And but yet get him into the playoffs when the games okay, the games mean something and it's just like right, the the, the switch just flips. And yep, he's back doing it being his bad self, doing it all over again. And um the thing with this series is and I, and I said at the time I would when it ha- when that win happened, and I said it on Twitter afterwards. I said, this is perhaps the greatest playoff comeback in the franchise history. You know, and I did compare it to the Capitals, the one Capitals, because it was the same sort of scenario. They were down three games to one, and they came back. But they came back having to win two games back-to-back in overtime after blowing. They blew a three-goal lead in game five. They blew a two-goal lead in Game 6. So you can understand, by the way, why in Game 7 in this one, I was waiting again for the hammer to fall. But that that didn't happen in that series against the Capitals. It was like, yeah, the Capitals dominated them, you know, in the games that they won. Just absolutely dominated them. And they dominated most of the play in Games 5, 6, and 7. But Yaroslav Halak was just out of his mind outstanding. You know, the best performance of his career was that playoff year. But to do that in back-to-back overtimes after you've blown leads and then come out in Game 7 and have the best game of the damn thing against your biggest, long well, if, if you're your longest time, the long-time rival, the one you've been the rival with the longest in your career, the most storied rivalry, you know, and to do that against that team that was so heavily favored to win, that for God's sake, if, if you, you guys are lucky, you don't get the Sportsnet coverage down there of that game because I'm not one that sits down and and goes on about, oh, oh Hockey Night in Toronto, oh, they go on. Yeah, there's always a little bit of, of, of I guess, bias towards them because, of course, they're always covering the Leafs. Um, but in this series, well, guys, they own the was, fucking it, team, so why wouldn't it they? It was friggin' over the top. It was over the top during during the friggin- top, Dad. oh yeah like but in the pre-games the intermission segments and the post games you wouldn't even you'd hardly know that the montreal canadians were in that damn series because it was toronto everything all the time just toronto 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 oh yeah well yeah carrie plays played play great but you know mitch marner had this opportunity and austin matthews had that opportunity uh-huh. and and you know uh the leafs had gotten the pucks deep and you know their puck possession in this whole series and blah 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 and it's like 
wait, wait a minute. You were talking about how how great Carey Price was in the series. Oh, but yeah, please let let's let's talk about uh, Joe Thornton and what few puck touches he got in this series. For the love of God. But anyway, but the, to do that against against the Leafs is, as I said, that to me is the greatest playoff comeback for this franchise in franchise history. I it absolutely. To, I would is. have to say so. I would say so. Good. Yeah. And, and, era, and, when, when and as a Habs fan, I mean, look, and as a and as a Habs fan, realistically, look, do, I I I think they can beat. You know, I'm I'm going to hope they can beat the Jets. They're off to a good start tonight, up to nothing. Um, you know, but if they manage to get past the Jets, and I think they have a good chance of doing so. You know, the, the teams that are going to be waiting for them, it, it no. No, because I think they would be low tier regardless. They would oh my be, god! Yeah. I mean, they get to the semifinal. It's either they'll going take to be on Col- they'll take on Colorado in the Patrick Wobble. <laughs> yeah, but it's either going to be Colorado or Vegas, right? Mm. And if they somehow get past them, what's probably going to be waiting for them at at the at the work at the very least would be the Boston sure. Bruins. And I don't mean that in a disrespect for the Bruins, because honestly, I think Montreal would play them. Play them pretty well, you know, being the rivals and all God, that. That would be a but, serious. But it would, be, it would be awesome to yeah. see Montreal Boston in the Stanley in Cup. Finals. Montreal Boston final. That'd be the Ooh. first time since 1978. But Carolina. That's almost 43 years. I know that. I think they'd have trouble with Carolina. I definitely don't see them getting past the Islanders checking Blanca. Oh my God. And if they somehow, or it could very likely be the Tampa Bay Lightning. And if it's good. the if it's the lightning, no. Yeah, no. So, so just what's yeah. waiting for them? If they could actually pull that off, that'd be the most amazing underdog story in playoff history. Well, remember, but, didn't, didn't the Canadians the team that, <laughs> <laughs> didn't the Canadians team that beat the Caps in, uh, in that eight one in the in a very similar fashion? Didn't that team go to the Eastern Conference Finals just? Pretty much yeah. on Halak's back. They did. They yeah. They upset the Penguins, and I remember saying at that time too, "Oh, they're not getting past the Penguins," and they did. But then they just ran out of gas, if you recall, against mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Flyers. So that's what I would see happening: is they would just. Uh, but there's yeah, no gas shortage in Canada. There's just not enough depth on that team to do it. Carey Price will do all he can, and he will keep them in him, no question. But it just, I don't know. I I like I said again. As a Habs fan, I'm going to be cheering and hoping for them. But as an when I put on my unbiased hockey writer friggin' hat, I'm sitting here going, I just can't see them winning that long slog when the teams are that one in the closet. When the teams are just going to get better and stronger, yeah. And boy, become it becomes a Daft Punk song. You're right. Yeah. Um, that was so good. Um, I, I, I'm gonna say this out loud. Currently, uh, that's a literally. This is exactly literally the way that I felt when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Was, uh, ah, screw it. They're down 2-0. Fuck this team. Same thing every year. Oh, they won that series. Okay. All right. Man, uh, I mean, they're playing the Penguins. I mean, what, what are they gonna do when we get to? Oh, okay. So they won that series too. Yeah. I mean, the Lightning are so good right now. Like, the Lightning, they have... Well, fucking A. But, <laughs> you know, they still have to get past George McPhee in this bit. They fucking did it. Let's Five go. Five games, a gentleman's sweep? What? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so you can understand, Johnny, where I'm coming from with this. It's just like, mm, no way, no way. Wait, what? Wait, they fucking won? <laughs> you know? uh, but now the I Leafs, have $1,500 cool. worth of Stanley Cup gear upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, right. But the Leafs, though, oh, boy. <laughs> what what ha- what ha- happened, Lyle? What, what where's Mitch Barner going because he can't let, let me, okay playoffs. let me just let me let me describe to you what happened in in visual <coughs> I've yeah. seen that movie before yeah it's not yeah it's pretty gross. One of the saws uh, <laughs> now so they, they are choked. playing the lightning they they the Toronto Maple Leafs choked there's no sugar coat in it there's no dance around it they choked that was one of the biggest playoff chokes in NHL history. This is a team that they dominated in the regular season. I mean, they kicked their ass in the regular season. They won seven out of 10, you know, and, you know, they go up three games to one, like those three games that they won the first, I mean, it was so predictable. The first period, it was like, okay, we're just going to match you guys hit for hit to show you we can take it. And then the second period, okay, now we're going to score and there's nothing you can do about it. And they would just, they just, own Montreal. And then the third period, it's like, <laughs> abs can't score. So we're just going to play, you're just going to play cool, good, responsible, checking defensive style because they're not going to score. And they didn't score. I mean, remember, this time a week ago, Habs fans were throwing in the towel. You know, I've sat here and said on this show, yeah, it ain't French. Uh, Lyle, late towel. Thank you very much. Le towel. <laughs> 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 And it's sans je suis la branche. That means yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> we're gonna get canceled because of that. Yeah, and the monkey is in the tree. That's what okay. That that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, so Mitch Marner is gonna get traded this offseason. Where are we going? Where are we going with Mitch Marner? <laughs> He's gone. He's the fuck be. out of there. I mean, um, all he does is throw the puck over the glass from what I I, 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 I love Toronto media. No goals in eighteen Twitter. games. I, I I love I love Toronto Twitter Leafs Twitter Toronto media because yeah it just yeah fuck it fire everybody trade everybody blah 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 and it's like yeah well kind of love the, that the, cle- the clever headline boy blunder mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was right up there with uh, that was right up there with Captain Crunched when their uh, their captain uh, suffered head trauma and was bleeding Aww. profusely yeah that was That's a brilliant yeah. headline nicely done there Toronto Sun That's you know what's worse watching the Sun pundits on Twitter trying to defend it. Oh, come on. It's just a headline. Calm down. We got a show. We got a report. Yeah, 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 yeah. You suck. Yeah. No. Well, what do you expect? They're friggin', they're just a friggin'. Anyway. Ken Ken Campbell going to write for them next? But uh, that hatchet job he did, and then he got fired. You know, God, you know, I don't hate people losing their jobs, but, you know, it is what it is. That Ovechkin hatchet job that Ken Campbell threw out there. Oh, boy, howdy. Did you read that one? That was a good one. When was that one? Last Tuesday, he talked about it. Uh, Ovechkin's got to stop worrying about scoring goals and worry about team first. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. everybody knows that the best thing you can do for your team is is give them hugs and care about them instead of yeah. scoring goals. We all saw what happened during the Dale Hunter Adam Oates kind of transition. It doesn't work. Let him score goals. Yeah, let <laughs> him do what goals. he does. Oh yeah, and and I seem to recall he actually does more than score goals. I do seem to recall. You right, know, he gets secondary assists after he shoots. Throw, the puck wide. 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just forget that he, we'll just forget that he actually, you know, uh, in addition to scoring is like built like a tank and goes out and throws hits. And guess what? He's actually learned to back check over the years. Surprise, surprise. Well, because you know, of the revolution. And block shots, you know, and block shots. But remember, all he does is score. So one of my favorite gifts, though, is still the one that uh, whoever it was on the Internet and God bless the Internet made of Ovechkin just coasting back uh, after a goal. Or something that led to oh, a goal, and it, it's un- yeah, yeah, a controller unplugged, and it's got yeah. the little uh, the EA Sports thing underneath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. that was a good one. But yeah, um, so yeah, uh, trading uh, Mitch Marner. Uh, okay, good luck with doing that in a flat cap era. Oh, Johnny, Johnny, oh. wait, a flat cap? Flat cap? I got a flat cap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I find a way in every show to work that in so Johnny has to come. I feel like the flat cap actually looks more Boston with the Adidas track top on. Like I feel like like I'm a, I'm like a I'm like an Italian Southie at this point. <laughs> Are you playing the ska band, son? What's happening? <laughs> it might be. Good. Oh man. We'll go park the car. We'll go to the garden. We'll watch Brad Park and the Bruins. I need to, I need to pick up a trumpet. Suzuki just had a highlight real goal. So it's 3 nothing. 3-1, three, three actually. Oh. Mopeg got one back. Was it a 600 or a 750? That's, oh, he's, uh, he, he's, he's an 1100 it's right now. Suzuki motorcycle drop. Yeah. Nice. Good one. I didn't get that one, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't mean you know it. I, I figured it out after you said it, and it was good. Oh, I knew what he was saying. <laughs> that's why I said he was. That's why By I said way, it's 1100. <laughs> can, we talk, can we talk about the Nick Suzuki deal breaking out kind of? Pretty good for the Canadians in the long oh, run. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, God. And that goal that he scored from the from that tap pass back from Cole Caulfield on that 2 on breakaway. Pretty. Everybody in the building, everybody <laughs> watching that game was expecting Caulfield. The ushers were fucking like, well, this guy's yeah. Uh, the hundreds of people that are the vaccinated that were in the building. Uh, every, when I say everybody in the building, I'm talking the players, the coaches, the, uh, the uh, freaking okay, arena so staff, the Hockey Night in Canada crew. But everybody was, who beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. everybody was expecting Caulfield to shoot. Mm-hmm. And why not, right? Here you are, 20-year-old kid in the NHL, overtime game in the playoffs, chance to be the hero, pucks on your stick, you're renowned as a shooter everybody's expecting him to shoot the presence of mind of that kid to just send it back to Suzuki for the easy goal. Wait, and by the way, um, two one Oh, in overtime like that. I mean, one. <laughs> but I mean, just to have that presence of mind to do that. Cause most, most kids in that situation would, would shoot, you know, and he went back to Suzuki for the winner and what what else, but here's the thing that they, that got me and again here's another example of why I said yeah the sportsnet crew was kind of in the tank for Toronto the following day you had Kelly Rudy and Kevin Bieksa two of actually the two i think most sensible analysts on the sportsnet staff were ripping a strip why well, should they ripping a strip but they were criticizing Jack Campbell because they felt he should have played it better and I'm sitting here going, are you out of your fucking mind? He should have played it better? The pass goes to Cole Caulfield, a guy that is renowned as a shooter. Okay? 
How the fuck else is he supposed to play it? Right? It'd stick out there until the first Jack pass. Jack Campbell happened. made yeah. the right. No, Jack I mean, Campbell really, made well, He should have taken right the body, play. is what they're he trying to say. He should have come out. He should have leveled Caulfield, and then he never would have had a chance to make the pass. That's Kelly true. Rudy was like, in my day, I wear that bandana. I couldn't see shit. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking Billy Smith told me to fucking hack the bone. Yeah, hack the bone. <laughs> yeah. But it just, I couldn't believe that they were criticizing Jack Campbell for how he played a two on none. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Of course, what's he supposed to do? You know? And you, the puck goes to coffee. Again, a guy, the kid that is renowned for his shooting skills. Of course, you're going you're gonna to go and play that. Yeah. He I definitely mean, just, should have made the save, yeah. skated down the ice before he got the penalty call, yeah. tapped it forward to yeah. a forward who yeah. put it in past Gary oh, Price. Of yeah. course. You, you mean, you but know. just and and really bad giveaways by the Leafs. Holy sheep shit. In, in game five and in That's game probably six. Probably not going like, to help their coursey stats. Well, and I mean, Alex Galchenyuk. And of course, in that first one, to which I said, well, no, ooh, he's gone again, to which I said, <laughs> you know, well, now you know why uh, the Montreal Canadiens and three other teams got rid of Alex Galchenyuk, you know, because that was like, yeah, a nice blind pass to no one. A couple, couple weeks earlier, the revision project is complete. Alex yeah. Galchenyuk is fixed. Yeah. <clears throat> Not so fast. Uh-oh. Blind. Yeah. A blind pass on his own uh, at the blue line. Yeah. Nice. A blind feed at the blue line. And then Travis Dermott. I don't know what that was. Uh, St- Steve Dangle described it best. He said he, he, you could see him thinking, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Oh, shit, I screwed it up. Because <laughs> just the way he handled it. Mm-hmm. And to Kakanyemi, he scored. And like then... Grenade. And then, yeah. And then on, on Gallagher's goal, you know, where, again, another giveaway. Well, it was this time it was Eric Stahl. Who'd been quiet all series and yeah. hey ho gets two primary assists in the in the you know I forgot he was still in the fucking league by the way I'm not even I know to right you saw like I hardly heard Eric Stahl's name mentioned through most of the series and all of a sudden it's like Eric Stahl strips him of the puck I'm like what oh he's That's in what this Eric game. Stahl does best <laughs> but two two primary assists in that one so hey. So, and a so, cold night, by the can way we, can we also fucking talk about how veteran leadership ain't shit if you're trying to make police. The Leafs, their their biggest mistake, honest to God, was sacrificing speed to go with experience. Because in this series, as it went on, you just saw the Leafs get slower. I thought they actually sacrificed something. I was like, they what did they 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 messed up during sacrifice? They should have sacrificed a goat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of bringing that bucket of chicken, right? You get the hex off everybody's sticks. (laughs) But I mean. Oh, God. And Joe Thornton is so done. Yep. He was so painfully slow to watch in that series. He was. I asked this question not to continue to pile on on the Leafs, but I'm okay with it. Um, I asked this question in all honesty. Is there a point of diminishing returns when it comes to leadership? Like, there has to be a point where there are too many leaders and not enough people to actually do shit mm. and i think that's where the leaves got to this year yeah is they've gotten to the point where they <laughs> valued leadership so much that they have too many too many chiefs and no indians you know like at the end of the day like mm-hmm. it, i i just think that there's a point where it, it's like a bell curve like you can go too far with leadership it 
and and I think it's also kind of the thing where the leadership of the Leafs now are the young kids, and this is like a Walmart where you got a 19 year old being the manager, but you have this like freaking 52 year old retiree being like the underling. And he's like, I'm not gonna listen to these fucking kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Michael Jordan said it best. Uh-huh. Fuck them kids. But you're but you're right in the fact that the core players on this team are Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. And William Nylander. And Nylander, by the he way, one of the few great. Leafs. He was one of the few Leafs who could hold his head high in that damn series. He played I mean, great. Yeah. He was former former scorer. Team Marylander. So yeah. oh, shout yeah. out. Five goals in seven games, you know? I mean, Jesus, what more do you ask for the kid? But you're right. Those are the guys who are expected to lead. Those are the guys expected to step up. Not, you know, 107-year-old Joe Thornton, you know. <laughs> Not a, a past his prime Wayne Simmons, you know, not That's banged up Nick okay Felino. You know, not a banged up Nick Felino. No, it was it had to be Matthews and Marners, and they just didn't get the job done. Now, does that mean those guys are gonna get traded? No, mm-hmm. they're not gonna get traded. They're not gonna get traded. Um, does it mean Kyle Dubas is gonna lose his job? No. Brendan Shanahan, get the hell out of here. Brendan Shanahan's got that job for as long as he wants it. Is it gonna be Sheldon Keefe? No. The the I'll tell you who's gonna lose his job in the coaching staff is gonna be Manny Mahotra because their power play this year it was pretty sucked. I mean, the only thing worse than Dude. Toronto's power play in this in this series was Montreal's power play, because that was that's another Alex Burroughs, who's Montreal's power play specialist. It's like I don't know what how, what you I don't know what you forgot when you stopped being a player and started being a coach. But dude, you're terrible running a power play because you want to talk about a team that looks like they're they're handling a puck like it's a live grenade. That is the Montreal power play up until Game Six. They were brutal. Johnny, you're probably gonna have the same question I have. Go ahead. I have a question, I, I, and this is just how my brain works in situations like this. Um, <laughs> Alex Burroughs and Manny Moholtra. I don't remember either of them actually playing on power plays. No, like, yeah. <laughs> no Manny, Manny, Burroughs did. Burroughs Manny Moholtra had 12 did. power play goals in his 16-year career. Burroughs did. Burroughs used to with the Sedins, as memory serves. But he was he the guy that like stood on top of the crease and blocked the goalie, like. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much let's, yeah. let's be honest. Like you're Fine. running your power plays through two people who have no fucking idea how a power play runs because they sat on the bench most of the time. <laughs> uh, also, if you're scoring at home or if you're alone, 21 power play goals for Mr. Alex Burrows in his 13 year career. Yeah. Like maybe we've gone too far with coaches. Maybe yeah. that's big problem right now like there's too many coaching spots to go around you know what you're right because this has turned into like a fucking college football oh uh, i know hasn't it jesus christ we got 85 coaches yeah just make the whole team out of coaches (laughs) (laughs) watch a mini dickers (laughs) (laughs) you don't no no what you need is what you need to do is hire wayne gretzky to run your penalty kill no he's on turner sports can't do that now yeah no and mgm sports yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. But you. So you. How. You can't stay the status quo after being no. embarrassed by a bunch of Frenchies. Yeah. No. You can't. <laughs> a bunch of Frenchies. <laughs> they only had one. Are you nuts? Exactly. A bunch of them, Lyle. <laughs> yeah. They I think it's a gaggle. French. A gaggle of Frenchies. A gaggle. Gaggle. Of a bunch of faux Quebecois. <laughs> a gaggle of garçons. All right. Go <laughs> there, ahead. There it is. There it is. A gaggle of waiters. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Icky Gherkin. <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, there, there there will be some changes, but I don't I, – I will – don't see them moving – well, Matthews isn't going anywhere. Come on. You don't trade a Rocket Richard winner. You no. just yeah, you just run. don't. You, Marner, maybe, but again, he, he makes almost 11 million bucks a season. Again, tip your flat cap. There you go. Got it. Yeah. So I don't see that happening. They're not going to – you know, you could say, well, geez, they should trade William Nylander because after after the way he played in the playoffs, his, his, his stock is high. And it's like, yeah, and that's a good reason to keep him, too. At least you know he's going to come through for you in the playoffs. Um, there you want to know the there's guy? There's a point in time, though, where the silver lining does come into play. It's that silver strip <laughs> that they had on those shit jerseys that the Maple Leafs had when they had the silver on them. It looked like they were. Oh, yeah. What is that? What was what that? Bluegrass was that? That you, uh, Hudson was watching YouTube videos on uh, <laughs> the computer, apparently. I guess. Close, closing things out. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. He's <laughs> it's like a, it's, he watches this thing called Imagination Room, and that's like one of the songs that they play when they, whatever, I don't know. No, it's, I like where that's, this is going. That's, well, that's what Kyle Dubas needs is some time in the Imagination Room, because oh, holy Jesus. Well, they, they, look, they got... Almost sixty nine million. Nice in, in fourteen players for oh, next God. season. They might get three and a half million cap space if Alex Kerfoot gets selected in the expansion draft, unless they cut a side deal to protect him. So okay, let's say they get almost sixty five million invested in thirteen players. Yeah, like that's so much better. Okay, what are you gonna do? And that seems to be the whole the whole running theme right now, even among Leafs Nation. I mean, again, I'm going to mention Steve Dangle because I kind of, again, it's kind of fun to watch him when the Leafs are losing. Sorry, Steve. You're more entertaining when your team loses than when you win. Sorry, bud. But anyway, but he sat down. But after that game was done and then he did his Leaf fan reaction after it was done and he vented everything, he just sat down and he said, so what do we do now? He said, "This this team this year. They said they had they they had top flight scoring. They brought in experienced depth. Their defense was better than it's been in years. They finally got stable, you know, stable goaltending. Because Jack Campbell played pretty damn well. That goal Gallagher goal was one he wanted to have back. And yeah, every goalie gives up a bad one, but overall he played pretty well. But it was just, what do you do now? What's what's the solution here?" And that's the thing. It, it, it is difficult. I mean, yeah, if you trade Mitch Marner, you're giving up a lot of, of offense. You really are. You're giving up. You're, you're losing one of, the, one of your, bit, your best scores. You could trade Morgan Riley. I heard that mentioned. You know, well, listen, Morgan Riley's a year away from free agency. You know, if, if, if he wants to test the market next summer or if he's going to be asking more than you're willing to pay, okay, trade him. But if you trade him... You better make damn sure you've got a good replacement there because he's their best defenseman. You trade yeah. him, and you've left a big hole on your blue line. Yeah, you he'll better, get you. Better hope that turn, you, you want to trade him to one of the not ten the not ten teams that he uh, the twenty teams or so that he can go to. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, but, as much as I, as much as I would love to keep jerking off on the corpse of the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> um, are we you moving know. on to something we, else? Yeah, we can move on. Opt in, opt out. Mitch Marner traded from the lease before the start of the 2021-22 season. Johnny. Oh, I out. You guys go ahead. Johnny, you're out? Yeah. Mark? I'm in. All right. 
Lyle, okay. you're out. 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 I am in. Okay, where's he going? Going to Seattle. It doesn't matter. Pick... That's true. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? He's got no. He's got no qualifier in his contract. He gives a shit. Mm. Fucking send send him to where he wants to go. He's going to Florida. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh Mitch Marner God. in Florida. Holy oh shit, that team. Marner and Huberto. Oh. Oh. What, what about uh, Barkov? Fuck Barkov. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> I like Alex Bar- Alexander Barkov. They're gonna they're gonna pay him a lot of money to stay in Florida. A lot yep. of money. They got, another, they got another year to, to. Well, they can they can start doing it at the end of this. The they can season. do it. Yep, this summer. Yep. Get a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Seth Jones. Oh, yeah. Who? Seth Jones. Seth Who? Jones. Jones. Boy, uh, we talked earlier about a timeline of uh, people getting the fuck out of Columbus. Oh boy. Seems like uh, Seth Jones just adding to that lore. What is it about Columbus? We bantered about this back and forth, and we'd like to get your opinion. Is is Kekalainen a bad GM or just not a player's GM? And does John Davidson coming back kind of play good cop, bad cop in this role? Yeah, I, I think you kind of hit, hit the nail on the head there, Scotty. Good cop, bad cop, or things. Yeah, but well, in both, good cop, yeah, good cop, yeah, <laughs> bon cop, bad cop. Um, but no. It, Kekalainen has a well-deserved reputation as a tough negotiator. Scotty, are However, you writing down that Lila agreed with us? Is that, yeah, what, is that what you're I'm putting in the show? I'm, re- I'm resetting the clock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it, it, no, it's it's you know it's it's a very valid point. Now, to to be fair, I mean he also uh, you know worked out new contracts for for several of his other players there that they didn't they had no issues with or anything like that. Um, but I do think that that's that's part of it, but I also think that as well. Uh, even though that no, none of them had a bad thing to say about John Tortorella, though I do think there was probably some some weariness towards playing his style toward the end. Maybe that had something to do with it. Um, ah. It's hard for me to believe this was all like torts because it seems it's like, not all torts. No, is is it is it the ownership being tight knit? Like too tight with their purse strings. It could be that that could be part of it. Um, maybe having maybe having John Davidson back will help. But mind you, he he only left in 2019. You know, and at that time, remember that was around the same time that Panarin and Bobrovsky left, right. and Duchesne. So, you know, yeah. And then we talked about the time there they had. I forgot Marion Gabrick was on the team. I forgot that was that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Forgot a whole thing, but it just seems like with Seth Jones, it's like this continues on, and it, like what? What is? Why is it the Edmonton of the U.S.? They have to change the culture of that team. I I just think it's just got to a point where you you need to bring in players that who want to be there. You've got to draft and develop the players that you that who want to be there. Because you got to remember, Seth Jones didn't come up through their system. He was no. he was he was a trade acquisition. Artemi Panarin was a trade acquisition. You know. Bobrovsky was a trade acquisition, you know. None of those guys were were. Was he a trade or free agency? No, no, he was he was trade acquisition okay. from from the uh, from the Flyers. Flyers. Yep. Okay. So, uh, like I said, th- th- these weren't guys who were drafted and developed within their system, and 
you know, I think if if you bring in guys that that you draft and develop properly and develop bonds with, and they develop a bond with the city and that sort of thing, well, they 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 don't want to go, you know, or at least they're not in such a hurry to rush out the door. They're willing to stick around and, you know, and 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 do your system. So I think maybe maybe that's what they need to do because they're definitely now. I mean, with with Seth Jones saying he want he saying he wants out. And that means they got to rebuild now. This isn't going to be a retool, and we'll come back for next year and try and compete for a playoff spot. No, it's like okay, you've got to you've got to have a culture change going on here. And yeah, but because I got to yeah, that was really surprising when that dropped over the weekend. That yeah, he he wants to go, and they're going to trade him before the draft. They they have no, no you choice. Have to get something back. you you can't go into next season with with him. On your roster, with everybody knowing that this is his last season, that's just going to suck. Every question is, you know, are you going to change your mind? Where do you want to go? Blah, 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 blah. It'll just be an unnecessary distraction. He's going to fetch you a good return. It's going to be mostly, yeah, it's going to be picks, prospects, good young player, whatever. But that's what you're going to have to get, and you're going to have to start rebuild. And hopefully the rebuild, if you do it right, if you get a solid return, your rebuild will be two, will be maybe two years. It'll be a short rebuild rather than five, six, seven years in the wasteland again. So Now, hear me out. Okay. okay. You know I do. Okay. Seth Jones. Seth Jones. Okay. Seth, Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. Sell me. Sell me. Four, okay. Mm-hmm. Lars Eller and Brendan Dillon. <laughs> fucking go. Fucking go, Lyle. Fucking Hello? go. Hello? You fucking Hello? go. You fucking go. Hello? 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 He hung up. I, I, made, I offered him uh, maybe it's, Dillon. I, didn't say it in I, I don't know what the problem was. <laughs> I didn't say it in Finnish. Um, I had to put more umlauts over things. <laughs> put more umlauts over Dillon. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You're going to have money freed up. It's going to be all right. Anyway. Okay. We go to inanimate object time. Oh. oh yeah. To... I'm glad Mark is here because I didn't want to download another app. I have it. So, my okay. Even better. Last round. The winner. Donkey. <laughs> Six of eight. Kyle, five of eight. Let's go, donkey. Orban, (laughs) happy to be there. (laughs) I love it. I do. I love it. All right. Way to go, donkey. Donkey. Uh, Let's start off uh, with the series that's already tied one. Actually, the series that's already down 0-2. Carolina down 0-2 to Tampa Bay. Lyle? Well, I already previously right? I already I already previously picked uh, the Lightning uh, to win the series in Bleach Report, so I'm very comfortable staying with that. And no, it's not because they, <laughs> that pick was made before the series began. I so. would I wouldn't have fucking blamed you if you changed your pick right then and there, Lyle. True story. Uh, Orb. Uh, ask again later. Okay, here we go. I thought we were over this. I was just being a bitch now. Oh, Carolina coming back on this one. Wow. Wow. Hey. So I'm starting donkey. with the I'm starting with a happy, happy donkey. Donkey. Happy donkey. He's got every reason to be happy. He kicked ass in the first Alrighty. one. Doing great. Oh, Carolina He's comeback. taking Carolina too. All right. The fourth cookie says, keep it simple. The more you say, the fewer people remember. 
Hmm. Tampa, I think, on this one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Keep it a That's, little more simpler. Yeah. So, right. so then, Can I just then, say, by the way, Nikita Kucherov just looks fantastic for a guy who hadn't played like all year. like he hadn't played all year. Yeah. But <laughs> I know, nasty. yeah. And people say, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know how hard it is to try and come back from off-season hip surgery and being game-shaped in time for the fucking playoffs. Fucking, I mean, yeah. 2007. Man. I was yeah. all about that life. That, I but that that's just... Well. That's just, I'm serious. That's impressive, though. That really is impressive. Serious but Nathan McKinnon, holy Jesus. Oh, Where does he Nathan. find the speed? Jesus Christ. Woo. Yeah, no, the avalanche. Uh, there's a lot of drugs right in Denver, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the altitude. Lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, snow, you know, wink, Informa. wink. Sorry, not the, that's snow. Um, <laughs> Boston and New York Islanders. Lyle, 1-1. One, one. I'm going with the Islanders. All right. God, if that happens, I will fucking love it because that will mean I can enjoy a Final Four with nobody that I hate, honestly. <laughs> uh, Orb. Boston up. Without a doubt. A doubt. Boston. <laughs> fucking Orb's the Orb hates you, Scotty. <laughs> I'm starting, uh, I'm starting happy. Too. Happy Donkey. Let's donkey. see. Sad donkey. New York Islanders. Sorry, going Islanders. And the uh, the cookie says, believing that you're beautiful will make you seem beautiful to others around you. That's obviously the Islanders in Uniondale Coliseum. <laughs> so <laughs> that has to be it right there, baby. I love how your mind works, sir. <laughs> yes. All right. Out West, Colorado. Against Vegas after the shit stomping they served up. God, that was so good. Game one. Lyle? Well, even before that shit stomping happened, oh, yeah. uh, when I made my picks for the Guardian, I picked the Avalanche in that one. Too much speed on that team, man. I know I know, Vegas plays a heavy physical game, but honestly, mm-hmm. oof, oof. just watching Nathan McKinnon dance around them guys and scoring, wow. Yeah. Orb. Orb, Colorado. As I see it, yes. Colorado. Donkey. Donkey. Okay. Okay. Sad. sad donkey. Sad donkey. Ooh, Vegas. Oh, donkey Vegas, going to man. Vegas. Oh, donkey. <clears throat> All right, cook, cook one. Cookie, we might have to go to votes on this. Don't take yourself so seriously. No one else does. Vegas. Hmm. Don't take mm-hmm. yourself so serious. That Vegas. sounds like Colorado. Vegas yeah. really gives off that Vegas. We they don't do take this off. seriously vibe. We got a big floppy dick and we're throwing it out there vibe. <laughs> um, here we go. Last one. Montreal or Winnipeg, Montreal. I am hoping for Montreal, of course, but I'm going to go with the Jets in seven. All right. Winnipeg. Mm. Orb. Winnipeg, take it. Concentrate and ask again. Okay. <laughs> you may rely on it. There you go. Uh, hey, Winnipeg. Uh, See, a little more concentration, right? Yeah, that's all you need is just some concentration. Yeah. Starting said. Oh. And donkey. And happy. happy donkey. So Winnipeg. Uh, yeah. Cookie says your everlasting patience will be rewarded sooner or later. That, sounds that like could be any fucking Canadian team. I think, the, uh, I think <laughs> that's true. That's true. 
Oh, it's true. That's 28 the entire, years later. That's the oh, it's North. true. That sounds like Montreal. Yeah, I'm going Montreal. Yeah, I think so too. Because I'm going to say that the Winnipeg Jets fans were very impatient after they spent 10 years of season tickets. <laughs> One some yeah. results. Yeah. But by the way, yeah, that was that was earlier this week. Their 10th anniversary of them uh, moving from Atlanta to to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Fucking rest in peace, Southeast Division. All right, there we go. We've done it. That is the second round. And we get to the final four where hopefully the Canadian team can cross the fucking border. <laughs> where we hope. That's just fine. Yeah. They won't be allowed back. That's true. Boy, that's going to be fun. Lyle Buffalo won something. They won the draft lottery. They will yeah. be taking uh, no one man should have Owen Power. <laughs> and uh, it's got to be big. It's got to be a big thing for them to mm-hmm. uh, have this uh, put put the hope and future <laughs> of the franchise on the shoulders of a Michigan Wolverine because they never, never buckle under pressure, Lyle. <laughs> the Michigan Wolverines have never buckled under pressure. All I can say, all I can say is, well, on the one hand, I'm glad that the Sabres got something out of this awful, horrible season that they went through. But on the other hand, I'm sitting here going, okay, how long will it take them to screw that up? Oh, Lyle, at least a year and a half. Because... Remember Rasmus Dahlin? Oh, boy. And that's the thing. Do, if, they, if, if, as we all expect, they'll draft Owen Power, do not try and pressure that kid to join your team next uh, this fall. Oh, sign him. He's sign definitely him don't do that. After oh, these yeah. are out in power, get the don't. pen out and have him sign it. Yeah, it's definitely going to get away, Lyle. Lyle, yeah. he can get away. He can wait yeah. those four, other three years and then uh-huh. go back into the thing. They get nothing. Uh-huh. The Eichel power is going to be amazing. He's going to fucking power. He's gonna Jimmy VC this shit yeah. and just wait it out. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, and I'm, you know, just Buffalo's management, the way they run their team, they they give me no confidence that they're going to handle this kid right. That in five years' time, we're going to see the same shit show of an unhappy young player who's going to want out. You know, well, and and to add to our fun, did you guys did you guys know that uh, this week was the week that uh, Jack Eichel's uh, rehab? session that mandatory month-long rehab session he's required to take is done and if he does not like the results that came out of the rehab and insists on having the surgery done he gets to take team to arbitration there we go let's fucking let's to be able this. to get let's that get, surgery you know done lyle this is so good lyle listen <sighs> I, God, I know i, I know Sabres. i know johnny i know johnny loved the john tavares <laughs> signing and how sloppy that guy i want this to be sloppier Oh, like I, I want this to be fucking macaroni in a pot, sloppy Lyle. Like I wanted that. I wanted that. that, that blah, blah, blah. Nah. <laughs> that it, you could get your wish. You could so. get your wish if this goes to arbitration, yeah. to get settled. Yeah. And if they rule in favor of Eichel, yeah, he gets the surgery done. Well, well I mean, they have to. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's it, his body at the end of the day. Yeah, but uh, ultimately, as we all discovered. It's your body, but you don't have any medical control over it when you no, I, uh, sign an that. NHL contract. They decide what treatment I you get. I get that, but Twitter's going to be angry, so yeah, yeah we well, have to. We have to go ahead. Uh, but you have to figure like, and, and here's the thing: if he now if he loses arbitration, he can then request a trade. 
But who's going to who's going to acquire him at that point? And you have to figure if he gets the surgery done and comes back and plays well, he's not going to stick around after the team wow. treated him like that. Didn't want him to 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 have the surgery done. So he's gone one. I think he's gone one way or the other. If if he still decides he wants to get that surgery, I think one way or the other he's going to be gone. If it doesn't happen this year, it happens next year. But he's gone. So all you can do right now, if you're a Sabres fan and you're listening to our show, uh, first of all, bless you for your patience. Yeah. Um, but if if you're the best thing you can hope for right now is that Eichel's rehab treatment that he responded well to the rehab and he won't need to have the surgery done because then maybe they can all kind of pull back from the brink here and maybe see what they can do to kind of rebuild the the bridges here that's been kind of almost damn near blown up because of all this they probably do need to because if, if he Buffalo. still insists if he still insists on getting the surgery done and he's got to go to arbitration to get it done Man, his time, it, it, it's only a matter of time. Seattle, Seattle cracking captain, Jack Eichel. Well, something's um, going to happen. Listen. It won't be pretty. Here's the thing, and this is just me. Mm-hmm. What's the most Buffalo way to handle this first overall pick? <laughs> Let's pick <laughs> most... a goalie. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Sebastian Cosa is going to be your number one overall pick. <laughs> From the Edmonton Oil Kings, he's six six two ten. Oh Got yeah, build. He looks great. Went seventeen and one and won the season. What about Wallstadt? Jesper Wallstadt out of Sweden. Listen, it's harder to get him over with COVID, Lyle. All this oh, going on. COVID's over, dude. Don't you what? read the papers? COVID's what over. Don't you realize? Don't you know that? Hey, that's what the news tells us. COVID's yeah, over. Listen. But by the time that they're going to get people over, <laughs> the next pandemic will have occurred. So That's true, yeah. But see, if you bring the over, person. it doesn't matter, doesn't matter which goalie you bring in. If you, if, you, if you draft that kid and you put him in your lineup, oh, Jesus. <laughs> for for this, this fall, it's no, going to no, be a nightmare. Fine. Yeah, no, what no, could no, go no. wrong? What could possibly go wrong other than shattering the kid's confidence? Look, M.A. Fleury, man. M.A. Fleury was there. He he got shattered. And look at him now. Three-time cup winner. Mm. Not saying well. That's in a trophy final. That's in a trophy final. First time ever, by the way. Which is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. That's just rare. But it's rare that that happens. If they sit down and think, we're going to draft this kid at 18 years old, and it'll be another Tom Barrasso, it'll be great. Come right out of there at 18 and, and do the thing. It's just so it's like, going to be an insufferable prick to the media. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, given what he achieved in his career, hey, you, fired, you want to be an insufferable exactly. prick to the media? Exactly. He Rob Van Dam or Jean-Claude Van Dam. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Boy, howdy, do I miss you it? You look like I'm from Boston. I keep looking at myself in the corner of the screen. And <laughs> you do look like a Southie, yeah. How do you like damn apples? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a really interesting off season. There's so many interesting storylines that are that are starting to swirl about and, and, and no, crop about. This means no absolutely one. nothing will well, happen. It's, it's like the pandemic. There's no money anywhere. We need a stimulus in the NHL salary cap. We're going to uh, need, st- need to have a stimulus plan. <laughs> what Seth I'm Jones is going to be traded for sure. That's happening. Oh, sure. Absolutely. What I'm so, looking forward to this summer is the outside deals for the expansion draft. Yes. That, to me, is by far the most fun part of the expansion <laughs> draft. I don't oh, even God. give a shit who Seattle <laughs> picks. 
I, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't care who is other team. I just <coughs> want to know about all of the the random ass fucking deals that get sent down in order for Seattle to pick a certain player, and yeah. they get like 14 other players in a deal and two draft picks because like they want to protect one extra person on their team. Well, we like, talked about that last week, Johnny. Too like with that's by far my, my the most fun I have in expansion drafts. Yeah, like what Vegas did. I mean, a lot of those side deals worked out pretty damn good for them. So, boys, yeah. I think I think this is the show. It happens July twenty first. This might be the time we bust out of a live stream. This is the time we bust back on YouTube. Do we, to create a, uh, do we have to create a Seattle Kraken lineup now off of Cat Friendly? Obviously, you motherfucker. Why do you think we're doing this bit? <laughs> <laughs> July 21st, the expansion draft happens. It's on a Wednesday. We may or may not have OBS set up enough so we can go on YouTube and Woo! do it that way. Mm-hmm. So if we are, then so be it that we will make that happen. You we and the captain make it happen. Uh, he's, probably, Why? he's probably covering the damn thing. That's true. Yeah. Um, I know so what Bleacher get... Report wants. I could be covering it too, but if I'm not, I'll be here. All right. Well, in that case, it's just the three boys, as we should. Have. In that case, we're just gonna MS. Uh, no, I'm. I'm MS- I, All right. Listen, we've 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 done enough. It's time for some fun. We've talked about the heavy. We've talked about the light. Let's talk about. Haha! Fuck you. Let's go back. I don't know. Say ten years. Okay. Go back right. ten years. Let's go back there. Go back 10 years. 10 years, a couple months. Let's go back 122 months. Let's go back to April 10th. Let's go back to 2011. Oh. Let's go back to the attendance. So this is post-deadline, guys. Post-trade deadline. Um, let's go back to an attendance of 16,085. Let's go to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Last game of the season. They're going on to the playoffs. They take on... And and you hate to say it, last game ever for the Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, no. it's the last game ever. <laughs> so now we talk about the Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, 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 let's see how good our memories are. <laughs> Atlanta Thrashers and Penguins, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's start with Johnny P. Remember now, remember, guys, we did uh, six whole weeks of the Thrashers, so we should we should remember that was an earlier guys. era. No, that was an earlier team. Yeah, no, so we're some of the guys are still probably here, though. Talk a 2011 thrash crash. I'm going to go Andre Pavlik. Andre Pavlik not on the board. I'm sorry. Oh. Son of a hooker. It's the last game of the year. You think they're going to play their studs? Heaven, oh. They, they, they were moving. They already knew they were moving. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know they were moving? Wait a minute. <laughs> no, nobody knew they were moving. Thing. Yeah. No, they didn't know. The, the May fifteenth happened. Bettman's like press conference. Fucking, they're moving. I don't know. I couldn't save them. <laughs> Mark, <clears throat> Brian Little, Brian Little on the board. Wow, there it is. Just Lyle. Ah, uh, oh shit. Um, oh my god, I've gone blank. Hang on. <sighs> the other team's the Penguins too, kids. If you wanna. <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of invested in the Thrashers here right we'll now. We'll, 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 we'll get to the Penguins in a minute. Sure, okay. Um, oh, shit. Come on now. I'm so invested. You want to say Defenseman. Block, block shot. shots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a defenseman on my mind. Um, oh, fuck. 
Your defense on my mind. I get, I can see him too. I can see him. <laughs> that doesn't help us. Yeah, I know. Shut up. This Shut is up. Uh, <laughs> this is the audio. Toby Enstrom. Toby Enstrom. I'm sorry, Lyle. You almost had it. Ah. it you know what's sad is that when Pavlik wasn't there, I was like, I know Toby Enstrom was on this team, but he might not have played either. Yeah, I no. just popped a blood vessel trying to remember because I can see him right. I'm like, what's his freaking name? God, Johnny. John Sebastian Oban. No, but points for creativity. Oh, that's a good pull. That's a good pull. Mark Zach Bogosian. Zach Bogosian's on that board. Mark oh, running away with they it. Mark knows his thrashers. Mm-hmm. Lyle? Um, Andrew Ladd? Andrew Ladd's on the board. Here we yes! go. Let's uh, fucking go, boys. Johnny P. Uh, Dustin Bufflin? Dustin Bufflin. Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> there we go. Mark with the C. Keep the train rolling, baby. Evander Kane. Vander can keep that train. <laughs> Lyle, love, let's go. I love how we're still all on thrashers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. So uh, uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh, the train's starting to shake a little bit. Shut up! <laughs> oh. leaves Baltimore. Oh, 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 oh uh, Johnny Oduya. Johnny, oh, do ya? Oh, do you think he's on there? Right, let's go, don't you? Oh, no. God, Johnny, it, now you're on the clock. a lot of fucking pressure. Oh, oh because, because I don't know if he played for the Thrashers or the Penguins, so I'm going to say Colby Armstrong. Colby Armstrong. Hundreds dead. Trains derailed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How did he not play on either of these teams? He's on fucking both of them. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, uh, now, he, Mark, now he's you. fat and he's doing NBC Sports. <laughs> All right, Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, sorry, not there. <laughs> oh, last game of the season. He's not gonna See? play. We got the playoffs ahead. <laughs> That's why I went with somebody first year. Lyle, I'm not giving up on on the Thrashers yet. Oh, um, you're not like Atlanta. <laughs> you're not gonna give yeah, really. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Um, Anthony Stewart. On that board, get the thrashers in again. Here we go. Johnny P, up to you. Let's go, buddy. Systems are not down right now. We're going up on a Tuesday. Sebastian Caron. Another great. French <laughs> but not there. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Who could have played on these teams? Mark. Um. Uh, hmm. I was about to say Brooks like uh, the other Brooks <laughs> that played for the Caps. That was a defenseman. Brooks, you know Brooks. Brooksy. Yeah, Come on, just give me his last name. I I, I know. I don't make me go it. through the alphabet. <laughs> Can you not hear me? What? No, what'd you say? Orpic. Yeah, Orpic. Orpic is on the board. You got a double, double assist. Half point for both. <laughs> Thank you. Lyle. I just said it three times. Um, 
We could okay, do that. Yeah, now I'm, I'm I'm starting to run out of uh oh rashers here. Um, means you have to go to the Penguins. I yeah, I don't I don't think that he was still with the that he was on. I don't think he was on the Thrashers yet. Oh, uh, last trying to think of Thrashers <laughs> who moved to to Winnipeg. I was gonna say this uh, is their last season, so I. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but not all. Yeah, he's not on the team, team, team by now. He's not gonna be on the fucking team. Um, <laughs> what the hell, Blake? Blake Wheeler? Blake Wheeler on that board? Oh no way! Nice. Nice. Okay, that that's that's it for me for Thrashers. I'm tapping now. Johnny, this hurts too much. <laughs> yes. Um. Chris Letang. <laughs> Chris Letang on the board. There it is. Nice. All right. Matt Niskanen. On the board. Yes. Lyle. Uh, uh, was Sidney Crosby said? He was not. What the hell, Sidney Crosby? Sorry, not on the board. Ah, yeah. Johnny. Um, Evgeny Malkin. Uh, nope, none on the board. Yeah, no, he was hurt because long-term injury, probably. Yeah, exactly. Came back for the playoffs. Right. Mark? Jordan Stahl. Jordan Stahl, not on the board. Lyle? Jesus. Um, hmm. Trying to think of what on the team, then. Uh, uh. Hmm. Hmm. James Neal? The real deal, Neal's not on the board. Sorry. Uh, Let's go to uh, last call, starting with Johnny P. Yeah. Last call. Oh, man, we don't even have any goalies. I know, right? Um, what, what year is this again? Uh, 2011. Post-deadline. Post-deadline. 2011. God. Um, no. Uh... I have no idea who the backup goalie would have been for the Atlanta Threshers. Uh, so I'm going to go with um, Kevin Weeks. Sorry, not there. Good try, though. Mark. Uh, I do have two guys that I wanted to guess. So oh, I'll start okay. with I'll start with John because I can't remember if he was still there or not. But Kerry <clears throat> Lenton and. No, no, Gary okay. Lettinen. So I'll let. Was I the last pick? No, Lyle's the last pick. All right, Lyle, you do one, and then I'll end with the guy okay. that I I wanted sure. to pick before I wanted to call out Kerry Lettinen. Okay. Uh, I'll call him out to a battle royal. <laughs> call you out, brother. Celebrity fight yeah. night. Uh, Chris Kunitz. Chris Kunitz, not on the board. Sorry, son of a. We knew Mark? more Thrashers than we knew Penguins. Oh, no. That's Good. crazy. That's the way it should be. Mark, who else do you want to say? Bill Guerin. Bill Guerin, not on the board. Damn. For the Penguins, okay. Craig Adams, Aaron Asham, Mike Comrie, Chris Connor, Pascal Dupuis, Derek England, Eric Goddard, Tyler Kennedy, Kennedy, Alex Kovalev, Latang was mentioned, Mark Latestu, Ben Lovejoy, Zebedin mm-hmm. Mahalik, Niskanen and Orprek were mentioned, Mike Rupp, Maxim Talbot, Eric Tangretti, and Brent Johnson in goal. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. For the Thrashers, Nick Anthropol, 
But Goshen was mentioned. Alexander Burmistrov. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bufflin was mentioned. Ron Hainsey. Kane was mentioned. Carl Klingberg. Ladd was mentioned. Little was mentioned. Ben Maxwell. Johnny O'Dooley was mentioned. Tim Stapleton. Stewart was mentioned, but not Mark Stewart, who's on this team. Yeah. Chris uh-huh. Thorburn. Wake Wheeler was mentioned. Andre Zubarev. He's stripey. Was uh, on this team, and in net number fifty in your score sheet, number one in your heart, Chris Mason. Chris Ooh. Mason. Wow, I actually was even, thinking about Chris Mason. Chris Mason. By the way, the the Penguins won five to two in this game. Mm. They gave up thirty nine shots and only had twenty of their own, <laughs> and scored an empty net goal. That happens. Wow. So you know, what can you do? Lyle, it's been fun. It's been a treasure. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, next season gloating let's about being Canadians. Uh, let's go Canadians. Let's beat Winnipeg to shut those fucks up, too. Um, <laughs> Lowridge is in 2021. Um, <laughs> Get that put on a T-shirt. Yeah. Hell yeah. Put it up in their store. We'll be good to go. Let's shut those fucks up for a while. Lowridge <laughs> Oh, that'll calm those little SOBs. Uh, um, Gabo, that should Gabo, definitely Gabo. be in like the '90s, like uh, hat font, too. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Make it all fancy. Uh-huh. Uh, Lyle, take take care, buddy. We will talk to you next week. See we'll you later. Talk to you next week, guys. I'm, I'm definitely going to look for a place that would do up a t-shirt for me like that. <laughs> Love it. Do it. Make it happen. There he goes. Lowridge and SpectreTalkie.net at SpectreTalkie on Twitter. Um, Johnny, get us to your shout outs before you have to catch a bus or a flight or I don't know what the fuck. Oh my God. Jesus. I'm on, like I said, uh, I'll give a shout out to, uh, week three of hockey bender. Uh, I mean, it's just still going, um, <laughs> uh, which I, I mean, I'm okay with, uh, I just have to figure out how I continue to travel around the Eastern coast in order to go to hockey games. <laughs> right. You're going to know the highways and byways of the East coast, man. I'm gonna give a uh, gonna give a shout out to the uh, Black Bears for beating Johnstown in Johnstown in Game Five. I will give a shout out to uh, uh, this the uh, Chinese restaurant called Fortune Cookie, where I got the fortune cookie from that predicted that the Black Bears were winning Game Five. Um, I will give a diss to uh, Super. Um, tires, apparently, uh, the tires on my car are very unique and tire stores don't carry them. (laughs) Um, from what I've learned driving five and a half hours home on a donut, um, an actual donut, it was glazed. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go see, uh, Lake Colisee in Lewiston, Maine. So, uh, let's go. Let's make this fucking happen. Don't don't make me drive up there for nothing. Let's go. There we go. Mr. Mark. Shout out to Scotty Waz. Hi. That's me. For doing the the alternate. uh, Oh, did you watch the Black Bears game? I didn't ask you that. Yeah, Mark was all in. I was I was watching. I had to hop on and off a couple times, but yeah, I was watching, listening to Scotty. So good work on that. Uh.
I don't know. I got nothing else really. I'm tired. I was I was uh, on a two day work trip one night, oh. you know, one night oh. overnight in, in Norfolk. So I drove three I hours yesterday. Drove south. Three <laughs> hours back today. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, we definitely thought tired. you were looking for more real estate. Yeah. Oh, like wow, he actually yep. is moving farther south. Further south. Admir- I got a job with the admirals. Nice. Congrats. You did it. Thanks. You finally good, got cause, there. Cause they're moving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um yeah shout out to everybody who watched and listened and stuff that was fun on friday saturday not so much or that was fun saturday sunday not so much like my i'm glad i had a three-day weekend on this one time to recover baby um yeah shout out to the black bears that was that was a hell of a game that was a fun game to watch a fun game to call and uh yeah don't expect it every time now if they lose if they lose friday God forbid, then I have to do it Saturday because that was a good luck charm, obviously. Um, so we'll see. But um, shout out to Johnny for being the road warrior that he is. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. I need if spiked only... uh, shoulder pads now. Yeah, exactly. Just, ah, what a fucking drive up 95. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> An eight hour drive to Maine. God, that's the fucking. That's how planes, trains, and automobiles started. That's fine. What could go wrong? <laughs> Rut row. All right. I got uh, a brand new tire. That's true. You did. You're good to go. Uh, you, you know, if you called Stan, he would find a guy for you. True. He would have found a guy for you for cheap. Um. Anyway, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Uh, for Johnny P. Mark with the CM Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Catch us on every kind of podcatcher that we have. Uh, Google, Apple. Spotify, Spreaker, iHeart, TuneIn, uh, everywhere. You get your podcast, you get us there. If you're subscribed already, then obviously you get it somewhere. Uh, our social media is Facebook.com slash FOHS Radio, Twitter.com slash FOHS Radio, and Instagram.com slash FOHS Radio. Our Patreon, if you want to throw a little money our way, uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Fun stuff happening there. Uh, the next secret show is going to happen tonight, probably without Mark. Because he's going to go yeah, to bed. I'm going to go to bed. Because he is fucking, he is done with Virginia in life. Um, so there's that. Uh, but didn't meet stick Virginia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like train. Get a train. Like an air conditioner. Oh, a train. Ooh. Might be able to take a train to Maine. Tra- Ooh, train to Maine. You need to write a country song. <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll talk to you guys later. Until next week, peace.